All right, hello, welcome to Adventures in Lollygagging, not to be confused with Bull Durham, which is a movie from the 80s about baseball with hairy shirtless men in a shower. Uh, but we're playing uh, we're playing World of the Apocalypse tonight, and we are continuing our uh, our Feature Lives Dust campaign. We are storming a mage tower-ish, sort of, kind of, and um, we got the full crew back, so uh, Duke can now see. I mean, I like to imagine Duke's been leading you all the whole time, just quietly from, you know, like, you know, just just sort of overseeing everything. Look at him. He's getting ready to leave now. Look at him. Look at him. He's getting ready to go. <laughs> he's like, like oh, wait, go again. Say it. Wait, and then, where? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next stage left. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's gonna be fun. I uh I told Steven what I had planned. Uh, because I'm like, I think this is the dumbest idea I've ever had. Uh, but he thought it was brilliant. And uh, but he says that about all of my ideas. Uh so uh he's full of shit. Uh so like uh I, I can't really trust him. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. There's a couple of things I'm really looking forward to tonight. Uh so see we'll see how that goes. Uh, but before we get into tonight, why don't we go ahead and introduce everybody, uh, et cetera, and, uh, see if everybody knows what tribe and auspice they are. Uh, we'll start with Jeremy. Yeah. Hi, I'm playing Eustace Hart. I'm a Philodox Heart Warden, you know, overall well-rounded, nice guy, likes to have some bounce, uh, really yeah. enjoying this little journey through the Umbra. It's been Absolutely. great. Some solid you, team building. You're like a, I like your, you're, you're, you're like a scout leader is what we, we've been calling you. Just, just. No problem whatsoever, right? Yeah. Honestly, because of how well that went, I had enough experience to buy the spirit sustenance. Like he's just found that resonance between perfect. the pack. He doesn't lose willpower number anymore. That's perfect. It's yeah, because normally to be normally in the willpower or normally in the in the Yabra, every scene you lose you lose a willpower. Well, you don't technically lose a willpower. You have to expend a willpower to not take physical damage in the real world. Uh, so, but yeah, yeah, now you don't have to do that. You just uh, your body just maintains itself. Perfect. Just cool. Excellent. And it makes perfect sense, too. I think part of the game, I know, has it like to justify like your purchases and things like that. So it actually has that as part of it. And so it probably makes perfect sense. Okay. Melissa, tell us about your character. Uh, yeah, I'm Selena Bendis. I'm a theurge of the Children of Gaia. And uh, yeah, uh, she's, we're here. We're doing our stuff. We're, uh, be interesting to see what Duke thinks of the choices that we made uh, along the way. Um, and I spent a little bit of XP, so I'm a little better at Brawl and a little better at Stealth. That's great. Excellent. And good job. Good job. You know, I take an extra XP for getting it right. I'm just kidding. Don't. Uh, excellent. <laughs> that is excellent. Also, Wonderful. Duke's been here the whole time. What are you talking about? Yeah, he's the one telling everybody where to go and what to do. Everything mm -hmm. that... Yeah, basically what it's been. Yes, yeah, yeah. sorry. I will be interested to see what Evan thinks. <laughs> what <are we> even <laughs> up to? <laughs> well, let's find out. Evan, what's up? Tell us about your character. Uh, yeah, I'm playing the senile Duke uh, Dust Fang. He's a Silver Fang Galliard. He, you know, sometimes just kind of stares out in the distance for long periods of times and just kind of loses himself. And last time that happened, there was like a trailer on fire with a bunch of people in it. So I can't imagine if it could get worse. So I'm thinking it has to be better than last time. So even though we have a bunch of young pups with us, so that's interesting. So yeah, we'll, well see I mean, what happens. Technically no one has died uh, in the time that you have been. Yeah. Going. Yeah. Technically. You're just in time. Yeah. So we saved it all for you. It's perfect. Uh, and then, uh, Kipster, tell us about Lou. How, how's Lou doing? 
Well, Lou's great. Lou is a uh, Ragabash Glasswalker. She is uh, a paranormal detective of sorts, enjoying the stroll through the umber. Uh, definitely not still mostly her uh, great, great health, great health. Um, mm -hmm. She, you know, is <laughs> doesn't wish that she had chosen to go back to town still thinking about that. Yeah. Yep. And uh, no longer has cigarettes, and that's going to be a lot of negative rolls this, this session. It really is. It really is. Oh, that's right. So, Evan, they encountered some spirits that they had to pay. Jimmy H.D., they had to pay uh, an offering to. Tobacco and, leaves are natural. And Lou tried to give cigarettes. But all the other stuff, and like, that's why mm. I asked you what brand it was. Like, if you would have picked like some sort of all-natural brand, or you roll it. <laughs> what the brands are? I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, okay, okay. Uh, and then finally, uh, Aaron, tell us about Jacques. Jacques Wyclaw was born a wolf, a red talon under the warrior moon in Alrun. He recognizes only the Garou and the wolf. Humans, a virus that he will no longer pretend to be a part of, are to be pitied. And the weaver is to be hunted and destroyed. Yep, I think that all that all tracks. All of that tracks. Uh, Leave the I poor really... meat babies alone. <laughs> okay, uh, so uh, let's give a quick summary. Oh, he's, well, he's not. I was gonna. Well, let's just talk some more until Evan gets back, so I can give him the summary because he probably needs it more than anybody else. Uh, okay. So uh, last time around, you all had uh, we kind of sort of resolved some of the conversation uh, with Josiah Donclaw and Morella uh, and uh, with uh, with Dakota, the mage. Uh, and eventually you all kind of agreed uh, to, to take these take these young pups to the Umbra uh, to do a task, etc. Uh, you before you didn't go immediately, you rest, you recuperated a little bit. We also finally contacted Lucas. Uh, and then eventually you did, in fact, step through the gauntlet into the Umbra. Um, all of the five young chosen were with you as per the arrangement. Uh, and you, it was kind of, that, that was most of the, most of the episode, honestly, it was just sort of trekking through in this delve. Um, and it was kind of a long trek, uh, in fact, as you are headed to some sort of reclusive, strange collector, uh, in the middle of nowhere, hard to get to kind of place. And the only real way to get to it was to the Umbra. Uh, you encountered a pair of gargantuan echo spirits that were in the shape of jaguars that tried to block your way forward. Eventually, each traveler produced some sort of offering and were allowed to pass. You ran into some swarms of these uh, very minor spirits, these glow moths that um, basically helped you navigate through this ethereal mist and through these dark caverns. And you revealed this mirrored lake and a distant mountain. Uh, and at that lake, you all were actually graced by the presence of a serpentine spirit, very powerful, very large uh, serpentine spirit, who did in fact exchange a modest amount of healing uh, for some emotional residue from each of you, like memories, fear, anxiety, that kind of stuff, uh, dulling those memories, in fact. Uh, across the lake, once you did in fact cross, you started to hear the mountain begin to howl, these hundreds of Garu voices that were sweeping down the slopes like an avalanche. You saw shadow and light that suddenly kind of gained substance and fought, twisted toward each other, that sort of thing. Uh, and that's when you kind of started to piece together where, where you were and what you, what you actually have just discovered. Uh, it was the remnants of a battlefield where uh, 100-plus Garu uh, apparently fought a bane the size of a mountain that kind of shattered, crumbled, and then buried the Garu forever beneath the earth. 
Uh, it's known in lore, or at least the, the stories passed down from Pack and Tribe as the Howling Mountain or the Battle of the Howling Mountain. And there's no real memory or recollection by anybody about where it is in the physical world, but you all at the very least found it in the Umbra. Uh, and uh, when you reached the summit of that mountain, the peak, and then you started to descend the other side, uh, you saw a ridge in your destination, this remote compound of some kind of recluse and collector, which was sort of sprawled and shifting and glowing like some sort of like shimmering, uh, like amusement park. And uh, we'll pick up right there, basically, as you guys are coming down the slopes of this mountain. Uh, you can sort of, you, again, the umbra doesn't isn't really a physical sensation. So there's not you're not really worried about like um, feeling cold or feeling um, feeling hungry or, or anything like that. But you do feel strangely enough uh kind of a breeze and when you look at each other you can see your hair is kind of like uh, for those of you that are you know, you know that have have uh, in, a, in a form in which you might have lengthier hair you can see it's kind of flickering uh here and there the the entire compound is when you look at it you can't really it's like your depth perception is very difficult to assess uh because when you look down it's there's these moving pieces it's like like a, a, a shifting sphere that seems to sort of swirl around some dome structure. Then you see this kind of long octo octagonal uh, structure over here. But all of them are like kind of coated in this reflective, shimmering, silvery like surface. Uh, and that is what you all stare at. What would you like to do? I don't understand what the way in is going to be. Do you do, do those of you with with the site or a better understanding of the Umbra? Are there wards or traps on the approach? Would I roll an occult to see if I can find any wards or traps around here? Absolutely. Um, yeah, go for it. Uh, let me take a look a little bit here. I think this would be or investigation or occult. Uh, occult would probably be better. In okay. this case, intelligence or wits? Uh, your your call on that one. I will take in wits. Oh, uh, let me see here. I need minus two. Oh, Let's see if that works. Yep, that's gonna hurt. Okay. <laughs> Do you think we can get some cigarettes around here? I got three successes. Three successes, pretty good. Uh, okay, Lou. One thing you notice. Uh, and, and, and sort of like an answer to the question of like the way in, you would know that more than likely at some point you all need to emerge from the Umbra. Uh, it's just a question of where do you want to do it? Like how far into the compound do you want to go? And one of the things you do notice, Lou, maybe it's you kind of messing around with the sort of your, your spectral uh, vision that you're like, the, like, or maybe it's just looking around, sensing it like moving a couple steps and feeling this breeze, moving a couple steps away, and suddenly the breeze is gone and you're only like 10 feet from each other. You get the sense that there is sort of a protective radius around it. It doesn't seem like a, it's not a trap in the sense like a, uh, like a hunter, like kind of springs like a bear trap or anything like that. But you definitely get the sense that there is a protective aura and there's something about the, sort of the, the nature, the chaotic, the resistance of it. So what you would probably equate it to is like the gauntlet when you guys pass through it in your own, um, in your, your own, you know, sept, 
it's not that hard. It's very easy to pass through whatsoever. If you try to do it like randomly in the middle of nowhere, it's a little bit more difficult. And so this would probably conclude like the closer you all get, if you do it with inside this radius, or if you try to actually get inside the compound itself before shifting, it could present more difficulty. So is there is a, is there is a protective barrier, same as what we have in our Karen, and uh, it is. <laughs> I saw you do the dodge and decided that I would lean in. Um, <laughs> Did dodge it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if we try to get through it in the Umbra, it will be rather difficult, or we can go from the Umbra back to our normal areas and try to push through it. There might be easier, but then we're on maybe the outside of the component. Hard to say. So you're saying to get through the defenses, it's going to be easier to get through the physical defenses than it is to get through them here? That's up to us what we think we're going to be better at. No? How good are you at getting uh, at breaching the umbra into the physical? How how easily, how adept do you consider yourself to be in that uh, right? Selena and, hold on, let me see here. Uh, Selena and uh, Eustace, uh, I'll straight up, there we go, yeah. are both a little bit better than I am, I think, at breaching the umbra. Yes, Lou, I was not speaking to Oh, you. I'm I sorry, Jacques. Oh, my mistake. You see, you and I was talking. I thought we were having a conversation here, you see. I, I thought you I were bonding that. with me finally. Something we I did could a, share in common, the conversation. Your weak uh, we are, blood makes me sad. We are sharing everything that we are doing right now. Mm. The experience of coming here and everything that happens is a shared experience. Um, in answer to your question, I'm okay at it. I have the right to do it. Then it would can be up to you to decide how shot. far you think we can push. Um, I would think so in any... the real world we would likely face, if this mage is rich, serious security like we might mm -hmm. face at a Pentex corporation or the like. Like we when we're here... Prepared for dealing with supernatural mm -hmm. and like i i'm not as good at you about piercing the veil so to speak but i do know if we stay on this side of things it's probably going to be more of a spiritual nature what we come across and i'm real good at spotting spirits it it also tires us out a bit that's the longer point. we stay here which will uh, leave us less to fight with perhaps but I'm going to toss out there more than likely somebody who's got a crown, what is like something that controls uh, werewolves, probably going to know to have his security team loaded up with several bullets. And I'm just going to call out that a relatively recent situation has shown us uh, the results of fighting people armed with silver bullets. If we transition into the real, we'll need to wait till darkness and then try to quietly breach the compound. We might also want to do a safe area for the children with us. They're warriors of the Green Mother, and we'll fight at our side. I, I feel mm. like somewhere in between children and warriors is what you all really are. Learning, learning. Um, he is barely okay. older than my son. You left I, your I, son with zombies. <laughs> yeah. Lucas is very capable. I know his abilities. <laughs> and these are Galru. 
<laughs> so are we are we are we able in while we are here are we able to tell day from night? Uh, not really. Umbra's not really doesn't really work that way. Umbra's more more mm. metaphor. So there might be maybe some subtle things that you can determine based upon like what spirits become more visible. Um, you know that might that might help. Like, uh, but overall, like the Umbra doesn't really look like the real world. Like even the mountain you're on right now, it's too perfect. It's almost like something in a Minecraft in some ways. Like it's it's not doesn't look like a natural structure. And what you're looking down at is like buildings that are literally reflecting everything at you so um it's hard to really deduce So, like like ultimately that you're, you're like just mechanically your decision is is like how close you get to the compound determines how difficult the role is going to be and what the consequences might be are that's all like that's really what it boils down to and so whatever you guys want to do so maybe we press on just a little ways and mm -hmm. i'll sort of pick a bit of a um landmark that we'll kind of okay. go to just a little ways in and then we'll make the transition. Sounds like a great plan. Yes. Maybe we try and, since everything here is kind of like conceptual, maybe we try and find some spot that's sort of like in the shadow of the mountain, some spot that seems to be like the idea of a blind spot or maybe where like things seem to be in a little bit of disarray. Try and find some place that hopefully will be, it, its mirror in the real world will be at some place we're more likely to be safe. Uh, yeah, Give like a wisdom test or something, Eustace. That that sounds okay. Sounds pretty pretty clever. Okay, I'll do that. So wisdom and um, let me see. I mean, you could do. What was I going to say? So you can roll this like a occult wisdom. You can roll this like a survival wisdom, something like that, maybe. Okay. So survival, I actually get a bonus on. So I'll do that. Uh, bonus, and I'm just rolling. What's the equivalent? Okay, Palmer. So you see yes. yourself. So I would say, like, as you guys descend the slope, right? You um, you do notice that there are there's spirit activity. Uh, small, like we're talking, like you know. Yeah, what's it called? Jagglings, gaffling, stuff like that. Go ahead, go ahead, use this if you want. Can I spend a willpower to reroll yeah, for you? Those? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. All right. Looks like one more. I think. Yeah, one more. So yeah. you got two successes. So, I would say, uses you're probably as you're as you're leading, you know, the group down. Uh, you're seeing like this congregation of various spirits that seem to have no interest in you all whatsoever. Uh, and they seem to be just kind of going about their business. They, um, they, they sort of have in many ways, they, they almost look like they're, uh, like sort of spirits of, um, like spirits of the earth, like spirits of like, that are not inconsistent whenever you, whenever you've been in a forest, whenever you've been, uh, in woods or whenever you've been in a park or, you know, anything like that where you've seen spirits that are kind of tending to like vegetation, tending to trees, tending to tree growth, that kind of stuff. And that's what you're seeing around um, as you kind of pass through. You see occasionally you'll see these little pairs of other spirits kind of moving about these kind of large, almost house cats in a way, uh, kind of prowling around here and there. Um, 
And with with two successes, you would probably be able to find maybe like a, a hidden section of a grove or a hidden section of a slope that you might be able to, you know, come through without having like if that reflection thing is any indication of what it actually looks like in the real world, you would maybe have some kind of cover if you wanted to, to slip through. Okay. Nice. So we're going to move from here to there. Okay. So this will basically put you like right on the outskirts of it, essentially, is sort of where I'm going to say. Okay. So um, are you going to wait a bit? Or are you just gonna go now? If you if you're gonna if you're gonna wait a bit, we'll do a willpower expenditure um, for time. Otherwise, we can try to do the right now. It's up to you. Let's keep the willpower. We may need it. Okay. Yes. Uh, all right. So, Selena, if you're gonna do the uh, the right of shadow passage, uh, is that is that what you're planning to do? Yes. Okay. So, anybody who. So just so we get this right, anybody who is is going to be partaking, basically anybody who is looking to to come back into the into the real, you're contributing uh, one rage die. Uh, so in this case, I'm not going to I'm not going to tap you for like all the NPCs. That's absurd. But you're going to have rage die from everybody. If does anybody else have the shadow passage? Right? Is there anybody else? Okay. So so it's just the extra rage uh, rage die, Selena. Uh, so you're going to re rolling your normal check plus four rage die for your your pack um oh goodness whatever renown you want to use plus a cult and because this is going to be a difficulty four okay so am i like does it mean i'm sw- swapping out regular dice for rage dice or like my pool just got plus four uh your pool i think you, your pool just got plus four it doesn't say replace it just says Hang on, let me double check it again. Pretty sure it's just... No, it just contributes. It doesn't replace. Sweet. Okay. Well, right, there I'm is a negative wait. to rolling, though, brutal successes. So, mm-hmm. But we'll, 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 we'll cross that with another time. <laughs> <laughs> Allow me my hopefulness until the roll comes out and then we see what happens. I'm going to do two rolls just so that I keep track of which all are the rage dice. Okay. Um... Okay, that's okay. And that's also okay. So I only rolled one one on the rage dice. Okay, or two. Yeah, I didn't roll any twos. Okay. Yeah, none of those. Um, Okay. And so then I've got a six, a six, a seven, an eight, a six, and a ten. So six successes. Six successes. Okay. Uh, one thing you notice, Selena, as you push every, as, as you're, you're going through this right, this right, it takes a little bit of time. All of you are participating. The young pups are helping as well. And one thing you notice, Selena, is that there's, is it's hard. It's much more difficult than any time you've ever performed this right before. Like, like you can feel that something is actively like kind of working against you and you have to really kind of focus your willpower in a manner like you can tell that the. Like this is not a receptive um, area the way that your own your own sept is the way that your that even the Donclaw commune was, and so it definitely seems resistant in a particular way. But you push through. You're a little bit tired, maybe. Like you maybe you you're actually out of breath in a strange way when you come through. Is like it almost 
have kind of a physical wear and tear, but not to the point where you actually take any damage or, or anything like that. Yeah, because um, I think she's kind of like drawing as she's doing sort of this. And so you kind of see sure. like her hand shaking as like she's really, really having to concentrate on kind of getting this done. And when you come through, uh, unsurprisingly in some ways, because of what Eustace kind of observed with the the conglomeration of these uh, these uh, sort of forced spirits, basically, uh, you find yourselves in a fairly lush forest. Uh, you look up and you can see that it's while it's not fully nighttime, it's close. You can tell that the light is, you know, you're like probably in the midst of sunset. Um, you, there's not a lot of view of the sky, but between various like branches and things like that, you can in fact kind of see all the way up there. Um, looking around, there's, there's really nothing other than a surprisingly dense undergrowth. You can see that the, the trees themselves, like the roots, the trunks themselves are almost coated with greenery. Um, you can see there's uh, little kind of critters here and there kind of flickering up and down forest critters. You know, you can see a squirrel here, a bird fly there. It really is kind of nothing particularly out of the ordinary. Um, but all of you kind of hear a hum. You just hear this like very low hum. Um, it's not, it's not like the sound of power lines though. There's just sort of this other, it's like very, very low almost imperceptible like a normal human probably wouldn't even hear this thing Eustace if you if you look into the and look for the spirits do you see an area where there aren't any if it was so hard for us to come through the umbra perhaps this mage is pushing spirits away from his home and if we look for where the blankness is in the spirit world, we may be able to find where he is at. Doc, you are sharp. I like that idea. I'll do my best to keep a lookout. Okay. Um, you guys have pushed into the physical. So do you mm -hmm. have an ability like Lou where you can actually or Lou. see the presence Ooh, of spirits in the physical Lou world? For it, but... <laughs> right. Yeah. What, no, so what, my Jux, thing is. Did you want me? Were Jux, did you say my name? <laughs> Jux? Hello, Jux. Yeah. So, no, Eustace trying to be name. the diplomat he is will like do his best to like nod at Jock and be like, that's a good idea. And then immediately turn and play telephone with Lou. Sure. And to avoid seeing this, Jacques will pad off and start uh, scouting yeah. in, in the immediate area. So judgmental. My thing is more like I can see ghosts more than necessarily. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, okay, so Jacques, if you want to just do some kind of physical survival or awareness, Lou, if you want to do your normal ability, if you're trying to look back in and try to scout around a bit, yeah, um, you're welcome to. So I, I definitely, if we're starting to kind of investigate this area, I would throw Penumbra Sense up, sure. um, I think, at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. I I, uh, I roll, no, that's Jacques. Okay, I was worried I hit a button that rolled it. <laughs> <laughs> Intelligence. Three successes, but a brutal outcome. Okay. Oh. Okay. You get when you got too much rage. <laughs> so um, angry. <laughs> so I'll say this for for Jacques. Um, maybe when Eustace turns and tries to like be the diplomat, kind of recruit her to do the thing that you asked him to do. 
and you just kind of stomp off. Maybe there is that little bit of anger like that that's sort of coursing through a bit and you move with, with, with probably great alacrity and you are kind of sort of jumping between various, various growths. Um, you're sort of going down what looks like an embankment within this lush forest. And at a certain point, you just, you take too big of a leap and your paws slip a little bit and you go tumbling a bit, not to the point you're going to get harmed, but you make a little bit of noise and then you thump and you look up and you have crashed into something. And when you look, you can see that it is some kind of uh, greenhouse. Uh, kind of got these semi-frosted uh, walls. Uh, kind of got the greenish tint to it, in fact. Um, you can vaguely see inside. Uh, and it just sort of looks like these the, these blurred shadows here and there. Some hanging plants and such. Uh, weird blinking lights uh, periodically here and there. But you have like crashed right into it. To the point where there's maybe even a small crack in the glass. Um, Lou, you, um, let's see. So Lou, mm. you're looking for signs of where it might seem that spirits are not congregating. Yeah. Okay. Or, um, yeah, just like anything that wouldn't, wouldn't be an expected area. So yeah, no okay. spirits around it, or I can also roll like an awareness or something as well if needed. I'll say this. It is, uh, it is like Christmas. Uh, oh. As you begin to descend the slope, uh, you look in the trees, you look, uh, it's a bit you bright, you know, you even look in, as you eventually will all catch up with Jacques, you even look inside the greenhouse when you get a clear view of the compound, which looks not so much like what you saw in the Umbra, but instead like an ultra modern, super rich side of a mountain kind of home that only people uh, who have more money than all of us will ever see in our lifetimes. Oh, this uh, is a rich juice bag area. That's what you see. Super, super modern. Like something that would be on, on the cover of architectural magazines. It's the biggest of douche bag areas. But they are everywhere. Like you see, like there's not, there's not a, a path that you see. And none of them, like you don't see any of them like reacting negatively to them. But you can see a lot of pairs of, of what looks like cats moving about here and there. And like when you... Uh, look around you can see these little like perfect pairings they almost move in great synchronicity you can see them all kind of shifting around some of them are crawling in the uh in the branches some of them looks like are crawling on top of the greenhouse um you even see if you come up eventually to that greenhouse you can even see there might even be like a, a weaver spirit inside like tick 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 ticking around like there's like some sort of tech inside uh, and that's what both of you both of you have seen um, if possible, Lou would kind of like call out to the weaver spirits. Uh, hello, is, uh, is this a good way in? Do you think? Uh, okay. Um, as you try to like reach out and communicate, like you're outside yes. the greenhouse, you're calling in, um, Jacques, you hear, uh, kind of that hum get a little bit louder and then the lights begin to no longer kind of flash or blink. They just kind of go steady, uh, Almost like it's is responding to, to Lou's comment. Be careful, Lou, not to activate the security system. If there are so many spirits here, they may be bound by this mage to protect him. We need to freeze them, then. They should not be bound. 
I mean, it could just be like, you know, these folks were over there. I mean, Duke was all judgy about, you know, having these he younger very folks judgy. with the older one. And then it's all fine. They're just there. So mm. we don't know what's going on here. Who knows? Duke is having a small powwow with the young kids trying to figure out what their strengths and weaknesses are. Okay, so th- I got this. I'm ready. Uh, so- <laughs> Duke, you missed our like circle of like appreciation last yeah, time. You really did. So Orion, we did a thankful circle. So Orion Timberwolf, energetic, kind of pale, red-haired guy. He's he's got a temper, but he's really fast. He's good at hunting. Uh, he's very he's like like brave to the point of recklessness at times. Ember Moonshadow, she is kind of like very agile. She's kind of a dancer. She's um, she is like she drinks the Kool Aid of uh, of Josiah more than anyone probably. She's just <clears throat> completely passionate about um, about what's going on at their commune. Lyric Earthhow is a storyteller. In fact, uh, charis- very charismatic, very friendly. Also makes mead and was the one that was hanging out with Eustace for a bit. Yeah. Um, Titan Stonefire, uh, Titan, not Titus. Titan Stonefire, uh, very. Is it Titus? Yes. Yeah, he's. He is tall, kind of granite-eyed, broad-shouldered, strong, kind of quiet type kind of guy. Very patient, thinks things through. Uh, and then you got Rune Skybinder, who uh, she receives visions. She can see spirits. She can interpret them. She says that they're divine messages and stuff like that. She's got these silver eyes, uh, and she's very, uh, very intuitive. That's uh, so that's what they'll say to you in very okay. in, in different voices, all energetic. Right. Uh, Duke will pair up each young werewolf with the corresponding older werewolf that they either annoyed or enjoyed previously. So poor Titus gets to be stuck with Lou. Oh, the nickname stuck. Oh, the nickname stuck. <laughs> he's such a nice guy. It's ridiculous. And uh, he sounds he like he's strong, so he could protect he her. Is. Yeah. He, he drove her, opened the door for her, he offered his truck to her, and all he got in return is getting made fun. All right. I, so, I, I helped teach him. For you. <laughs> yeah, right. Eventually, he earned his name being said appropriately, if I remember last session. I did. <laughs> yes, one time. I think it was an accident, though. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, what would you all like to do? You've... Um, can You've, Duke roll like a cult on the humming? Like, is that something unnatural or supernatural? Or you said it wasn't like electricity, like something we're familiar with. Uh, yeah, it definitely I mean, didn't. It definitely didn't sound like a like a power line or anything like that. Um, you can roll it. Um, you can roll a tech or an occult. I would say yeah. one of those two is. Fine. I mean, heck, this might be like some sort of ley line. Maid is probably going to put his home at a place of magical power, right? This is where a huge magical yeah. battle happened, right? Jock has hit actual like physical compounds in the past, so he's looking for for man-made physical security features. Uh, Jock, I am going to help you because I also wanted to do that, so I'm going to come to you. (laughs) Uh, Jacques, you notice that on this greenhouse, the only thing you see is sort of a it's it's a physical mechanical lock, Um, but as you look at it, you realize like. Like it looks, it looks rusted. It looks a little old. It looks worn. It like it's be, it's basically weather worn. Like it's been getting hit by rain. But it's, it's maybe some kind of some kind of brass or metal. Uh, it's tarnished. Uh, maybe even got a little patina to it. 
But when you look very carefully uh, at the lock, like the lock is extraordinarily intricate. It is not just some like tiny little house key goes in. Any, any, anyone not yourselves probably would have just assumed it's just a lock. But when you kind of look down there, like it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And each time you look at it, you see a new smaller row of like gears and intricacy that you didn't see a moment before. He hides his physical security behind a facade. We need to be careful. I can run a few things. Like I can let some gremlins out to disable some of the electronics if we want to go. He'll know we're here. It'll take out the lights, but uh, also run um, so that he can't record us while we're here. I can do both things if you would like. Maybe we should see if we can get a little further into the compound before we announce ourselves. And you Green. are, th this mm. greenhouse is detached. Like it is like sort of on the edge of this lush forest. And you can see that it is detached from like the larger bit of the compound. You can see the trees begin to thin out a bit as the full compound opens up. Um, if you're looking out uh, at it and trying to see what you can see, you can see that there is, there doesn't appear to be any roads like whatsoever, no paths coming in or out. Uh, you notice that in the distance, um, there is what looks to be a very flat, uh, a flat area kind of behind and slightly further up the slope, like a helipad. You can see that there are a handful of these beautiful, um, kind of reflective pools. They, I mean, like they look like, they don't look like swimming pools, but they also definitely look man-made that they've been crafted. <clears throat> and there's all sorts of decorative, uh, sort of, uh, ambiance around it, um, and you can see that even they have what look like uh, these uh, like bits of, of like lily pads and insects and, and little things kind of moving about them. Lou, and you can see that there are small spirits that seem to be just tending around it and none of them seem to be particularly alarmed. But again, you see like this pair of like these these cats just sort of moving by a little bit, kind of looking up at you. And then as cats do, completely disinterested and move off in a different direction. Is there any kind of perimeter wall? What's the main building look like? So when you look up, when you look up ahead, you see that there's no like it's it's so hard to determine exactly where an entrance is because it's this weird modern, like almost postmodern design. Uh, like it's kind of got this hyper geometric look to it in the sense that like, wait, is that is that the no? That's not a door. That is, wait, is that a window? Like, like every time you look at it, it just has this sort of weird quality to it. Um, but you definitely don't notice any kind of wall that you would expect. Like you guys in your Gaia's Grove have a wall, like even your, uh, your newfound friends at Josiah's, uh, Josiah's, like they have some semblance of a wall. Uh, but no, there's nothing like that around here whatsoever. It's How just about, open uh, and free. Power lines coming in, um, None cell whatsoever. tower, anything on the facility. You see nothing. You see no power coming in. Um, Lou, I mean, I mean, no power lines. Lou, if you still have your number, number sense, you do see the presence of like, you know, stitching up in the sky here and there, suggesting signals are being funneled in. Uh, but you don't see any like physical power lines or power tools. There's lights here and there that you can tell are on. Um, so you, it, it has, you know, it is using some sort of power, but you don't see any like any power lines. It looks to be in the middle of nowhere. Like you, it's on the slope of a, a mountain and... I'm, I'm presuming you guys are doing like somewhat of a like you're kind of moving around here and there, probably staying relatively close to the greenhouse for now. But you're you're peeking here, you're peeking there and you don't see like any suggestion that there is a 
a drivable or walkable path up. Like there's no driveway, gravel, paved otherwise. The only way in or out seems to be that helipad. Can we is there any way to land orient or or orient off the stars to try yeah. to get a general idea of our position? Yeah, that that you can I know you guys were asking about that last time. So go so if anybody wants to do it, uh Duke, if you wanted to roll a cartography, you probably could. Okay. Selena could roll an astronomy. So I think one of those might work. Um, okay. Yeah. You got six successes for the occult check, by the way, for like the humming and. Okay, perfect. Um, even like the okay. cats, now that you keep, like if Lou keeps bringing oh, up yeah, the pairs, was, like. Okay. I was going to talk to means. Duke about that one when I could, yeah. Yeah, so I would say you, especially when she, once Lou mentions that she's seen some weaver spirits like filtering in here and there. Also, these two cats that keep walking and staring at us, by the way. I like the first time it was like coincidence, but now they just Mm -hmm. like a little bit too interested. Uh, Maybe someone who is more red than I am on the occult. I'm still learning. Uh, So, Duke, the humming you think is likely. like an orb, like an orb weaver or something is at work. Uh, a, not a high powered, um, not a very, in the hierarchy of, of spirits, not particularly high, uh, but definitely higher than those small, like weaver spirits that just sort of facilitate the line. Um, you think they're at work. Like you think there's one, like for some reason in that greenhouse. Okay. So um, Duke knows what that is, but what Evan does not know what that is. What is an orb weaver? Uh, effectively, My it's people. just, yeah, it's it's loose people. That's a good way of putting it. Um, they're not necess- like they're like spirits in general. Like spirits Best in general spirits. are not like your enemies necessarily. Like they have their the stuff that they do based upon whatever they're oh, they're at. But what it would essentially mean is that there is a a whatever they're doing is more than an average job. It's not just like. It's not like just someone who's turning the lights on in there. It's not just okay. somebody who is like on a timer. Like there's maybe something more, um, more elevated of a job, more complex of a job going on inside. Duke, uh, you've been so, rolling so well, like yeah. <laughs> back to back, like crits you know, for six totals. <laughs> after that long cat nap, being senile. <laughs> yeah, you you keep like losing your mind for a little bit every now and again. Ah, well, at least I know how to call my son if I had one. <laughs> Rude. And I know how to call my son better than you. I can actually use technology, Mr. Uh, Cordy Keyboard. <laughs> Comes back stronger and sassier than ever after <laughs> nap time. <laughs> Apparently. Um, can I actually, I will, if I need to drop number senses for this activate right of the Forgotten Records, I looks like I would probably need a success for every member of the pack just to have it up to kind of avoid cameras if there are any. Okay. Uh, so you want to, okay, so you want, so you're dropping the other one basically. So you're no longer going to like kind of see that, that sort of, that, that sort of, um, mm-hmm. okay. Spirits. Um, so this is wisdom plus investigation. Is that right? Yes. So the um, number of participants that you want, uh, again, I'm not going to nickel and dime people with the, the young pups. I forgot so the kids. Uh, I'm just going to assume that if you, you pair off with your, um, your mentee, uh, we'll say you guys can get covered. Um, okay. Uh, it's going to be the same difficulty, actually difficulty four. um, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. I'm just going to use intelligence. It's the same as wisdom That's fine. for me. Uh, don't know why. We, there we go. Um, let us see here. That is okay. I'm going to use a wisdom to reroll uh, three dice. Okay. Willpower. Uh, oh, yes. Willpower. That is what I meant. One, two, three. Ouch. Oh, no. That did uh, you okay. no good. No. Nope. So <laughs> I, I got two successes, which is... Oh, no, sorry. That's a five, not a six. No, just the one. Okay. This oh, hurts. dear. Yes. Okay. I'm going to go die in a quarter now. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying to see what happens if it fails. Um, let's see. Last is long in trouble. I think basically... Passive right... I think it's like I think it's more along the lines of you probably think it's effective and it's one of those things yes. where it's probably not going to be as effective. There's potential consequences later that you maybe don't know about now. Yes. But as far as you're concerned, you've you, you've managed to to obscure okay, everybody. I've tried to make us so the electronics don't see us. Okay. Uh, Re relocating. Duke? Duke, I think you you had a cartography test that you were yeah gonna do. six successes. Okay, um, judging from the sky, uh, judging from the temperature, judging from vegetation, etc., um, you would you would presume southern tip of the Rocky Mountains, probably northern New Mexico, um, something like that. Um, six successes. That's a critical success too, right? Uh, yeah, they, yeah it was Chinese. Uh, I would even be even more specific. Um, maybe at some point Duke has been near Taos, uh, New Mexico, somewhere west of that. The Sangre de Cristo mountain specific or that range uh, is probably about where this might be. Duke uh, kind of ruffles his hands through the ground and then you see he like pulls out like a piece of wood and there's an inscription and said Duke was here and he's like... Guys, I've been here. I mean, I didn't get this close. I think this this piece of wood traveled, but I know where this is. That does us no good on how to enter, but I've been here, guys. All right. I think we pick a direction. And so, since you've been here before, pick a direction, and we will follow. Well, one of you with those infernal phones could always call back to someone in our sept and let them know what we're doing and where we're at in the hopes that if we fall here, at least someone else may know what has happened. Do we well, have so I, you, you have to have a cell phone tower in order for the phone to work. And I think we established there are no cell phone towers here. So I don't think that's going to work. Mm -hmm. Once well, you again, know, the is weaver point to bring it up to and be check. an inferior thing. The weaver is not inferior. You're choosing the bad areas. Hey. But here's the thing. You know, in fairness, Jacques was willing to think outside the box, get outside his comfort zone for the greater good of the pack. And suggest technology. And suggest right? wow. a phone call. That probably I feel like I feel like it's we just had a bridge. Right yeah, I was, I was thinking. Right? Jacques now, growls. Jacques's not going to do it himself, and that's fine. Now. But Jacques is thinking of the greater good. Jacques, God damn it, you're just great. Uh, All right. Luke, I, you're great, too. I've Dude, thought of great, a plan. Oh. Okay. 
So, okay, we see there's a helipad, right? If there's a helipad, that means if you land on a helicopter, you got to get in, right? There's a path from the helipad to inside. So I suggest we take that. I mean, it kind of leaves us a little exposed, but maybe Luz Gremlins did something. I don't know. Uh, no, Perhaps. I'm using the, the I like that. right now, not the Gremlins. We okay, always you know, split our forces. The spirits are important. The young with the old, right? That's what you're thinking? I was thinking that some of us could draw the attention towards the greenhouse while others infiltrate along the path from the helipad. Now, on one hand, I, I do like that, but we do need to remember there's only one person here that knows the right to shift from here to the Umbra. And if we are split, that could mean a hell of a, a difficulty in the retreat. So to speak, that steal means a vehicle a... and drive back. Let's. Right, I, I think th we I should say stay together. Let's stay together. Yeah. Take the helipad route. Uh, are we going Krenos? No, now, I would not recommend yet. not You're doing not. that because that's going to burn. You know, mm -hmm. you need to. You, that takes a lot of inner fire, right? Yeah. Now, it was just so much fun last time. It, kill it is a lot of we'll fun every single round. We'll get there. Now, <laughs> what I'm, oh, yeah, what I would suggest is. I don't think we're going to sweet talk anybody while we're here. Are we, are we probably in agreement? I don't think we're here to like really sweet talk anybody or talk our way through things. In that case, I'd say maybe going with it. Uh, you know, let's go Teen Wolf on this. Right? Jacques, yes, Jacques I is am scratching his ear. He's he's in, he's still in lupus form. So he's just like, we right, need to I'm think about loop. silver though. And if we think they're going to be yeah, as armed lupus as lupus is silver are. immunity. Yeah. Mm, that is smart. Okay. So maybe right. we stay in lupus or human until we should hit the fan yeah. and then see what's happening. Man, I'm so All glad right. to be surrounded by smart people. Well, okay, okay. I will switch from uh, Galabral <laughs> to lupus then, finally, after three seasons, three sessions. So you guys, so you guys go to the helipad. So you yes. trot on over. Uh, I'll presume you're being modestly ste stealthy with no requirement for a role just yet. Um, you notice that there's there's no helicopter there right now. Uh, you do see it's a, very clearly a helipad. There appears to be uh, some kind of like tool shed or something nearby or a maintenance shed or whatever. Uh, Duke is not wrong in that there does appear to be a set of stairs that seems to descend uh, from one side of the helipad and then eventually turns into like a walking path that goes into the shadows of the rear of this, uh, this building. Now, normally, like you would a path kind of goes up into a patio, but like this little alcove of patio, like with the overhang, the way the top level shifts this way, the path just seems to go right into shadow. Um, Jacques, you're pretty good with awareness. You, while you're up here, you, there's a, you get a scent on your nose uh, and you look a little bit off in the direction, not the way you came, the opposite direction of the helipad. Um, and you can see down a slope, there is what looks to be some kind of very ornate garden. Um, and it looks like almost like a hedge maze. And you see what looks like 10 uh, wolves just kind of slip past and through and into the hedge maze. Like 10 of them, just all um, various, various shapes, various colors, things like that. Um, but the scent is extraordinarily familiar. You like Eustace, Selena, Lou, Duke. Like you, you like you're like kind of just going through it like a person who is 
is, has a very good palate and is like kind of calling out the different flavors in wine. Like you're just getting each person's scent. And as far as you could tell, Jacques, all five of your pack, yourself included, and all five of the young pups in lupus form just went into the hedge maze. Mm. There's... We just went into the hedge maze, the ten of us. No, we didn't. The We're scent right here. Is, the scent is perfect. I saw... I can't explain what is happening. We saw the magic that the, yeah. that the Dakota did. Perhaps we are seeing what we will do, or perhaps, I don't know, but the smell was pure. It was us. Whoops. Should we take a look at the hedge maze, investigate, or? Yeah, so does that mean that we should go to the hedge maze, or does that mean we should not go to the hedge maze? That is a very good question. You guys hear a thump back from the way you came, and you turn around, and you see there is a wolf uh, that is that just kind of crashed into the greenhouse, and is now standing up and kind of shaking themselves off. That is me. We are seeing all times. The wild oh, is unhinged by the weaver and the and the worm here. Oh, I wish I hadn't given away all of my stash back on the way in. I could use a little. Yeah, I uh, think we need a little <laughs> bit of the drugs to understand this. I agree, but. We still need to go forward and see what else we see. Well, we know that the past, I just saw, we saw just saw our past. Perhaps what we first saw was our future. So let's go to the hedge maze. Okay. Yes, let's at least investigate before we go in, but yes. Okay. Um, all of you descend away from the helipad uh, and you get to the exterior of this hedge mage and Lou, you dropped your penumbral sense, right? Okay. Oh, I'm regretting that now, but yes. And <laughs> don't worry about it. Uh, and Paranoia. There, Spike. There's this, you know, there's like the empty entrance into hedge. The hedges are probably a good 10 feet tall. Uh, and they have like little blooms here and there. Uh, some kind of flower, some kind of mountain flower. Uh, and right as you all, um, Kind of take a step forward, like whoever's leading, Eustace, Jacques, whoever it might be, it's up front. Your head just boom, and hits the and hits like the entrance as if you just banged into glass. And then you reach out with a paw or you reach out with a hand and you can clink. And it's like, yep, that is a sheet of glass. Jacques, it- I thought you said we just walked in. I said, we just walked in. Yes. I said we walked through the hedge maze. But we haven't yet. We just did. But you hit glass? Are we still, so are we still standing, like staring at the hedge maze? Standing, and just hits looking it? At the, yeah, you're looking at the okay. entrance to the hedge maze and anybody who touches it and you who taps it, it, you're literally tapping a beautifully, perfectly transparent, clean piece of glass. Selena's going to break the glass. Sure, yeah. Or uh, attempt no to necessary. break the glass. Oh, no, no roll necessary. You crash and the glass completely shatters. Uh, you feel, Selena, the earth suddenly upend as if the entirety of whatever you were on, Selena, has gone vertical. All of you 
just slide down this vertical shaft through this crack uh, in the like in, in the the entrance into the hedge maze, and one by one, boom, 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 you all fall through and land with a thud. Um, everybody, with the exception of Jacques, because Jacques, you have your cat feet, right? Just take one point of superficial damage as some of the glass cuts you on the way down. You smash, you slam, and when you land, you look around. You can see there there is a very modest light, beautiful fragrant scent all around you. You can see there's tables, there's what looks like plants, herbs, flowers. You look up, there is a perfectly smooth greenhouse ceiling above you. You are inside the greenhouse. You hear a, a hum, going on okay. inside. So breaking the glass, I think, broke the forgotten records, Selena. That was not... Uh... Stealthy. Well, I mean, Jock said we needed to go into the hedge maze, and that was the way to well, get we into could the hedge have maze. Thought a little bit, just for a tiny bit, we could have thought about something. Before We've already we just... done so much thinking. We need action. Oh my! All right. So yes, a transition I can... in Selena. I do feel yeah. like we are <laughs> missing some of the smokes. She's I real impatient, <laughs> and she goes Krenos that one time. Wow. Yeah, and just Ooh. yeah, gets straight to her head. <laughs> got a taste for it now. She's That's why she does all, all the drugs sudden. because she needs to forget all the shit she did when she was younger. Right. Yeah. All right, we'll remember next time to pack a little extra weed for you. And you know. I did you when you were napping i had to pass it all out to everybody so we could get through and not get thrown around oh, again i see hey no we understand ah. sharing is caring and i will duke will go try and find what he imagines is a phone that's vibrating okay you go looking around for a phone you do not find a phone however you do find in the dead center of this greenhouse uh you do find a large computer thing like that's probably what duke thinks uh lou if you look at it it looks like duke a very just breaks tall it server. i'm kidding no no <laughs> looks like servers almost like these stacks of servers oh. in a row lights flickering here and there also i thought it was an alarm going off not a phone vibrating um which you could still be. You would be I'm right. Going to, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was I was thinking that's an alarm, and then and then Duke. Okay, I guess Duke doesn't know technologies. That's okay. Um, okay. Uh, Can you is, turn it off? Is there? Yeah, I could. I was gonna do a Gremlins thing, um, yeah. but uh, before that, because I don't want to affect the computer, is there a monitor keyboard? Can I actually access these servers, or is it just a server tower? Yeah, so when you step over towards it, you're looking at it. It's like it, it, the tech itself, you know, looks fairly high, high end, like the type of thing that you only really see in like the most extreme tech magazines. Like it's not something that's commonplace, not even something that's probably sort of business level. And you, 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 you look at the, the tower itself and you realize there's like a kind of a flip down keyboard and that reveals this monitor that's kind of attached to the tower itself. Now the tower is almost as tall as you, uh, but you are able to, to gain access. Um, when you do flip that down, you notice that the screen comes on and you can see almost like kind of an old, remember the old school windows, um, uh, screensaver that kind of just almost like pong kind of bounced around 
you can see that, except there are multiple things pinging off of each side of the monitor, and each one of them seems to be some sort of arcane symbol. Like it just like that looks like some sort of Norse thing. That there looks almost uh, something like hieroglyphic in Egyptian, and just. Oh, I don't want to do this. Duke, is there some symbols on the Whoa. computer before I uh, <laughs> actually try to wake it up if you would like to look at this? Do you want the uh, Selena solution or the Duke solution? I do not want the Selena solution. Again, okay. we already have the alarm. I'll turn this off in a second. All right. Uh, Duke will try to roll a call. I have an idea after, but I'll, I'll roll to see if he can understand what it is. Sure. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and get yeah, a, a call is totally fine in this case. Uh, intelligence would be the, the yeah. preferred. Seven oh successes. Okay. Uh, so you see, okay, so there's basically four things moving about. Uh, one does appear to have kind of this sort of Norse look to it. One Egyptian, one looks to be like ancient sort of Chinese lettering. And then one looks to be something more Germanic. Um, and you realize they all are basically uh, kind of referring in some way to a flower. It's just sort of like like a different word for flower of some kind, and just sort of bouncing around. Um, all the symbols mean a, some type of flower. I don't know exactly. I don't know if that's like a you know password or whatever they call it. Is a is a specific flower or just like as a general word? No, it's just like, like the general concept, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then uh, so I will take a flower to see if it uh, give, prompts me for the password. You, I'm sorry. Say it again, Louis. I didn't catch all. Jiggles a mouse. You'll jigger mouse the mouse. Jiggles. <laughs> jiggle, jiggles a mouse. Mouse jiggle. Jiggle the mouse. You see the motion of the symbol stops, and a small little uh, password entry come comes up. Yes. Okay. Do you think we capitalize the first F or no? <laughs> of course. It's a password. Okay. Then oh, uh, capital no. F. <laughs> <laughs> do we want to vote for this? You no, just... you do whatever you oh, want. No, you do you it. Know? You're, this you're, is you. You're, you're do good you. at making decisions. So do you Apparently, do you the Selena way. walking by the server. He's getting ready to hike his leg. He's no, about that. No. Use this. Use this. Stop Jacques if from you being want, on this. We put can, that leg down. You... Put that leg down. Okay, no, Duke, it's fine. The Selena solution is the wrong solution. It's fine. I'm going to sulk in the corner. All right, Lou. (laughs) You type in flower and you get a and then it doesn't seem to work. How many? Okay, so there were four symbols. I will try lowercase f just really quickly, but I don't think it'll go through. (laughs) Same thing. Yes, okay. I said just what I needed to to check. while this is happening, uh, Eustace and Zelina and Jacques, what are the three of you doing while Duke and Leo are trying to figure out what's going on with this this little server? Zelina I mean, is sulking, Jacques- um, but she is looking at doing awareness while she's sulking. Okay, <laughs> just go ahead and get awareness. Uh, right. Awareness is good. Uh, Jacques, what are you up to? First thing Jacques would have done was look up to see if we actually fell through the yeah. roof. You the- see no evidence of any cracked broken sheets of glass above so he would move over to the door to see if he can open it you go over to the door and it looks almost exactly like what you saw outside except it's less patinaed less weathered 
And when you look down, you can see the same thing, this like extremely intricate, tiny little like mechanism. And every time you look at it, as you stare at it, it just seems to get more smaller, smaller and finer. Uh, but it looks, it, otherwise it looks exactly the same just from the opposite side. This may be a prison cell. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, I'll be honest, what I was aiming to do is look around the room. We're doing the whole thing. You're trying to suss out what the password would be. I feel like inside's a good way to go here. Kind of look at the layout of the room. Like, we know there's a flower motif going on there. He's mm-hmm. got this real art, like, postmodern art sort of thing. Guy clearly has a sense for style. I want to I get a sense for his feng shui in this room. Okay. See if that helps me get an idea for where he'd go. Like, maybe maybe Fibonacci is what you type in there. <laughs> go ahead and roll insight. Uh, Salita, how'd you do on your awareness while we're waiting on Eustace? Uh, a crit with a total of seven. Okay. Nice. Um, I'll tell you this, Selena, you can see partially through the glass. Like if you remember when you came into the greenhouse, it was sort of partially frosted. You can still kind of see inside. There are vague shapes and stuff like that. You, the same thing is true as you look outside and you can see that there are these shadows that are moving in your direction towards the greenhouse coming directly, uh, from the, that modern monstrosity of a mansion, um, and because you got a crit, I'll say you can actually hear things too. It sounds just like it, honestly, it's like, it, it almost sounds stupid to say this. And maybe Selena even is like, I, I should even say this out loud. This sounds so dumb. It sounds like pots clanking. Ah, uh, hmm. So yeah, people are coming and like, you know how, like, on New Year's Eve, people like to go out and, like, you know, clang pots and stuff? Nope. It's kind of like what they're doing. Oh, okay. No? Nobody? Yeah. You never? You people don't live. You you, oh, you judge me. You okay. don't live. Well, you have What is happening? Here. Yeah. Okay. We just I said we never heard of it. with my pack and howl at the moon <laughs> on New Year's Okay, Eve. so we're on that. a little bit of a crunch, and we think we're in, like, a illusionary prison, right? Does everyone agree with mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. All right, everyone yeah. hold hands. Duke is going to try quickly to perform the rite of abjuration, which lets us... Um, oh, I got to freaking read it. Yeah, go ahead. So what, <laughs> Eustace, what I'll say with the insight plus wits, uh, if everyone's sharing information, if we're assuming everyone's kind of mm-hmm. shouting out what they discover, this discover, um, you definitely notice, something you do notice is that they're like every one of these sort of... Um, like the flowers are very are kind of like wildflowers, meadow flowers. Like they're all mm-hmm. just very, except there's like one pot in the middle. That's just like a singular rose just sticking up out of uh, like kind of a, an orange clay pot. Yeah, that's true. Cause we just had to talk about wildflowers with the, uh, the guy last session. Hey, remember how we were talking about like uh mountain flowers just the other day. Like, look at that. We got a bunch of mountain flowers. We got a single rose right there. See that? Rose. Password. Rose. Oh, well, yes, but what breed of rose is it, Jeff? <laughs> oh, God damn it. Just Jeff, what rose. breed of rose is just it? Rose. No, rose Jeff, what breed of rose Barossa. is it? Plastic, actually. Oh. Take a look at it. <laughs> well, it still has to be based on a specific breed, no? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Four letters. Rose. Okay, I will try rose. Uh, okay, so you type in, you type in rose. Um, and you hear that alarm quiets completely. You also gain access suddenly what looks like to various security systems. Um, and the clanking Selena, 
uh, stops, but you still see like shadows outside. Good job. They've they're Thank they're you. still there. Maybe there's cameras. This is a security system. So let me see what's in here. Okay. Uh, Lou, you in fact do find security cameras. Absolutely 100%. You can see that there's cameras everywhere on the grounds. And I would say, Lou, you're probably crafty enough. No role necessary. Some of the angles make absolutely no sense. Like there's no, like, wait, how was there a bird's eye view of this place? Like, what that, like they just don't make geometric sense in your head. Uh, the other thing you notice is that there are 10 wolves inside of the hedge maze, seemingly lost, kind of split up in different directions. Uh, you also can see that there are 10 people in various like, like hominid, uh, you know, glabro type shapes, um, surrounding one of those, like, uh, like the reflecting pools that are kind of skipping stones, like across it. Um, and then you can see that there's 10 combos of like some, some Hamid, some kind of lupus literally on top of the roof, uh, that are trying to like scratch and hack and smash at what looks to be some kind of skylight. Okay, so we're definitely in some sort of magical uh, infinite staircase maze. Um, Eustace, uh, Jacques, don't pee on it. Jacques, Selena, Duke, <laughs> see, look at these cameras. You can see the angles don't make much sense, but we're already in a maze. So mm -hmm. uh, we're, we maybe want to remember that. It looks like we're skipping stones there and digging at, a sea, at the skylight there for some reason. Uh, and but we're lost in the head mage there. So if it's the future us, do we want to do this or do we want to avoid this? So uh, going through the head mage did not go well. Maybe it's not the future. Maybe maybe that's just, just all the possible choices right. we could be making. This you've got possible. you've got searching, you've got fighting, and you've got acceptance. Which one is really acceptance? We Skipping rocks is acceptance. Right. How yeah. does that represent acceptance? I need that to we this. accept this wizard as yeah. our. You've just kind of you decided to say screw it. I'm just gonna sit here and skip rocks. <laughs> you get the wolves that are yeah. like hunting around trying to find some place. You get the pissed off motherfuckers trying yeah. to break through the roof. Mm -hmm. You get the people like ah fuck it. I don't know what else to do. I'm gonna skip rocks. Okay. Uh, how about we just and, then, and then there are th and then we are ourselves within the within the greenhouse. Mm -hmm. So well, I don't. Where aren't? Don't. Where aren't we? on the compound. Maybe so that, that is where question. we need to go. Uh, let me see here. Uh, let's get rid of any of the screens that have us in them. Okay. What's remaining? So if, if you're looking for places where like, like the, have the potential for like ingress into the, into the place, definitely the idea of like going down the steps from the helipad, you don't see at any point, anyone going down the steps, like as you're watching, maybe a couple of minutes pass, like you're looking for any motion, no one ever goes down those steps and into that shadowy, uh, kind of alcove where maybe a back patio might've been at some point. Um, there's unlike a normal house that has a very clear front and usually it's defined by like a driveway or a garage or something. This doesn't have that. Um, but you do see that there is kind of this this sort of angular point that as you kind of get yourself situated, seems to be pointing east. Um, at no at no point do you see anyone actually go towards that opening point. Um, Eustace, while um, Lou is examining that, uh, Lou, do you have anything in awareness yeah, I think we have three in awareness. Let me pull that up real quick. I also have three in awareness. Uh, but yeah, I you're over on the, on, the, 
Okay, so yeah, yeah, no, no role necessary in this one because you will say because you found it to begin with. Um, you, I would say one like you notice that the the pot itself, like I was saying before, of this rose, it's a plastic, it's a plastic plant. Like it's you can tell very clearly, it's it's sort of play plastic. It's not even like a fake uh, kind of fabric rose. It's it's clearly like like toy plastic, but yet it is nonetheless planted in soil inside of the pot. Uh, which is peculiar as can be. Okay. Uh, what you thinking, Eustace? Well, I'm trying to think like, kind of like when you're in Brady, you don't always think logically. You think about the poetry of the situation. Now, why, why does this here mage decide to take this artificial rose, but pot it within real soil? It's almost like we are on the side of a place where a bunch of grew were killed, right? And that that's the nature of it. And something is trying to thrive in their artificiality within the soil, the decomposed essence of nature, right? Um, it's like the combination of Jacques and Lou. It is very much. Yeah, it's like... Jacques growls. I don't know about that. At that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you seem like, to think do we he might actually... The- Challenge Selena over that comment. He, he pulls back. <laughs> do we? Do we? Do we try to dig into the pot? I mean, maybe. I, my my gut tells me that on some level we've got a person that's doesn't really give a damn about what went down here, but he's willing to mine it for the resources for the energy. Yeah, he's planted the roots of his false rose into the soil of our dead guru brethren. Wow, that's pretty deep. He uses do, the man. weaver extensively to enact. So There's not rose. extensive weaver here. Is very little weaver here. I have it's, much better weaver in our Karen. It's stronger yeah. together than apart. Do we want to see if this right will break us out of here from whatever magical sure, loop we're in? Sure. Definitely. Okay, so the rite of abjuration lets you purify a place purging any spiritual possession. I don't know. Like, Evan doesn't know if this is spiritual possession, but Duke may have a better understanding. So you know that this place is uh, completely and utterly flooded with spirit activity. Um, Now, usually the abjuration would be like possessions, the idea of like a... um, like a bane, like being, you know, being inside of a human or maybe inside of an animal or even inside of an object or something like that. And like the strength of the bane and like it's all that kind of stuff could determine the, the length of it. So like hypothetically, let's say like the um, this tower that Lou is working on is if there's a spirit possessing it or something like that, you could potentially use the rite of abjuration to expel um, that spirit from it. Um, not all possession is necessarily evil though there are many times like even like when you guys were um crawling through the darkness to the listening station for instance you spoke with a coyote that coyote was possessed by a spirit right yeah so like like possession doesn't necessarily immediately mean like evil things i guess the question is could he he's trying to see if he could target what would be causing the time loop like sure you can make a roll um as best you can uh I would say the only thing that would give you any, like the only thing you would think is, is whatever in the area. And so in the area, it might be the, 
uh, it might be the tower, it might be the greenhouse itself. Like you can yeah. try to do something like that. Um, okay. I do have a difficulty ready to go for it. Uh, so right. yeah. I have three and I'm going to roll the rage dice. Okay. We get four. Is everyone participating? Absolutely. Okay. Of course. Sure. Oh, we get two more. So it's five total. Okay. You are unable to push whatever is possessing this, um, whatever, whatever kind of spirits are functioning or inhabiting this greenhouse in this tower in front of you, uh, are of, of too strong a source, um, for five successes. Let's just put it that way. And so Duke, you would know then that whatever it is, like the, the source of it is very, very powerful. Uh, the fact that like you weren't able to sort of expunge anything. The other thing it could mean is just like, it, it was sort of like you were when you tried it with you guys, like with your, mm, uh, with your yeah. tainted thing. But in this case, you're positive that there is a clear weaver spirit inside that tower uh that that Lou is messing around with and you were not able to push them out of it. Player weaver spirit. Mm. The mm, weaver's not okay, looking look. good for the weaver. The weavers are fine. <laughs> okay, look, I'm going to go and turn on penumbra senses again and I will talk to them. It will be fine. Okay. So uh you drop the one. Go ahead and roll for penumbra sense now. Selena's looking around for something sharp. Uh, there are various gardening tools and things in here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's going Josh to just looks down grab at his claws. one of those. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I'm looking to see if there's roots from that rose into the soil. I'm just curious. Just lightly uh, working my finger in the soil. You feel something metallic underneath uh, the stem of the rose. Got my finger. Oh, what? <laughs> did you pull it out? <laughs> or did you I'm just sure cut you yourself? Just, you, your voice went a little weird there. What did? What yeah, was that? Know. I was just kidding. I said, okay. "Oh God!" I, I was just joking. Like, it's um. You're you're okay. No, I, I feel just, that was just Jeremy being a, a moron. No, I know. But <laughs> what did you find? I, I wanted to highlight it. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. I just uh, this this rose has metal roots down in the soil. Pull it out. Is there? It's metal a plastic in... rose with metal roots. There's something. Pull it out. Is there metal in the flower itself? I mean, why not? Yeah, you pull it on out, and you see this long sort of brass cylinder with these intricately finite and smaller and smaller ridges. Um... Yeah. Oh, look at that. Wow. That's that where where does it go? The door. The door. It's the key to the door. We'll go put look it in the, the door. Wait, but hold on, we have to think about because we can't do the wrong thing, because then it keeps we're gonna groundhog day or whatever that movie was called. Just put it in the door. Like, what is wrong is right. with her? Why is she so <laughs> we're in no rush? <laughs> There's probably like metal robot thingies outside also. But I get it. I'm pretty worried that whoever the mage that lives here is is probably been alerted to us. I feel like there's a small amount of rush. Okay, my let's money just, is actually yes, not people outside, but armor walking around like on without mm. with spirits inside. Us. That's what I think that metal clanking is. 
Weaver yeah. spirits. Oz, leave yeah. the weaver alone. Why don't we okay. head towards that 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 space, that corner mm-hmm. of the structure where we never saw ourselves? Yes, I agree. Okay. All right, let's try it. All right, Eustace, you take that key, go up to that door. It goes in just fine. You hear it kind of, it, it just perfect fit. And then the handle just kind of starts working on its own. Like you don't even have to do anything. And the door just opens outward. And what you see in front of you is a marble hallway uh, with what looks to be these beautiful, like you would think they're probably impressionistic paintings, like that sort of uh, that sort of era, hanging on the walls in these kind of silvery, uh, or at least that color at the very least, frames. Uh, you notice that along either side of this long marble hallway are these uh, these busts of what are like kind of white plaster uh, statues uh, of some um, of some regard. It's an extremely long hallway, and you can see at the very, very far end, there is a door that has got like a domed, or excuse me, a rounded top, uh, like lacquered wood, um, and it's kind of doubled, and you can see that there's these sort of very shiny um, brass hinges, and hanging interspersed along the way uh, between where the door just opened and that door at the far end of the hallway, there are a series of braziers like hanging down uh, from the ceiling, uh, and you see a flickering light. And when you look up, you see literal torches uh, hanging in them. See, not the weaver. This is not technology. Also, I have the number of sentences up for two successes now. Sorry. Okay. Uh, so you 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 get your number of sentences up. You can see, obviously, like the like I, I've already mentioned a couple times, the the orb weaver is embedded within this uh, this tower. Um, you can see these tiny little spirits and some of these living, um, uh, living plants inside. Um, when you look down the hall, <laughs> you can see that like there is almost a blinding light in some, in some ways, like your eyes have to adjust to it almost like you had adjusted darkness, but it's kind of this inverted sense where it's just like you almost, it's like looking into the sun, uh, for a second, Lou. Um, and then once it, once your eyes kind of settle a little bit, like you, you almost have to put your hand up and like, if you have sunglasses, you might even put them on. Uh, and you notice that along the way are these tiny little blips and some of the statues and the, uh, in the walls themselves. Um, and that's what you see. Yeah, there we go. That's enough. Is, there's down the halls or something that is so bright. It's like, it's looking at the sun for me. Um, and is it just, the crown? I, 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 I can't it's I just there's so much light I can't get any details from that so I cannot answer that question reliably make sure we take the key with us it may open other doors Talina's gonna start stepping and looking okay. at the little little busts in the frames and just seeing what happens as she starts walking and she disintegrates <laughs> okay, <laughs> Selena, you you move inside. I uh, take a couple steps. Your foot footfalls echo off the marble. You're looking up at this painting. What looks remarkably like, um, you know, like it, it. It definitely almost looks like starry sky in in a way. Um, but you're, you're sure it's not. Uh, you can 
well, you think it's not. And you look at the other one and like you're starting to recognize um, some of these, but they have like a weird twist to them, almost like someone like copied them in a way, maybe, but more like from memory as opposed to uh, trying to perfectly imitate. Um, as you're in here, uh, anyone else go in too? Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, so <laughs> Duke is not. not Duke with the young ones are going to wait just oh, yeah. to make sure. Uh-huh. Okay. Never participate in anything will, dangerous. You know what? I'll have a new pet just in case this one dies. Oh my gosh. Oh. Fair. It's smart. Okay. That's alpha no, thinking there. No, Titan comes with me. Thank you. Titan, <laughs> like, yeah, I'll come with the woman who never gets my name right. Okay. I just said your name right. You know what? You're right. Thank you. And he'll start following you. Um, <laughs> okay. So those of you who move in, move in. Those of you who do not, do not. Um, when you start looking at stuff, Selena, you hear something that sounds almost like ice breaking or earth breaking. And you just hear. <laughs> and you watch as the hallway literally in front of you. It just starts to fold right in front of you to the point where oh, no. instead of the hallway going straight down, you can watch as it just turns to be a right angle. Um, it still continues forward, uh, but now you're hanging a left as opposed to going straight. All sorts of like plaster and dust and stuff starts falling down to the ground here and there. Uh, but it is nonetheless uh, just shifted right in front of you. And Selena just looks back to everybody. It's not straight now, right? Just making sure everyone sees the change. You're right. It is the right angle, yes. You go great. Lou. Well, we just need to try to find keep ourselves oriented towards the glow. So whenever you feel it or see it, you have to help direct us towards okay. it. Uh can I see the glow through the walls or is it now I cannot see it? It's all? ever present. Like it's enormous. Like you it, it like seriously, for you it's it's like you're constantly staring in the sun. And like it's, trying to keep your it's like sight. the offspring song, not the Smash Mouth song, where it's constantly there. Uh, so even <laughs> <laughs> there was a discussion in chats for, uh, I for like, those. I feel like Jacques is so young. He's like, who are the offspring? <laughs> I don't listen to your <laughs> virus uh, music. That <laughs> sounds like you're asking me to help to you sing learn it about so that some you can music. share. <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you to be a Gauru and lead us to the okay, silver okay. crown. So the, the, the light is ever present. I can still see it's right here through this wall. So yes, as long as we are walking around, I can still orient to the light. That's not the problem. Now, is, this, is there any warmth in this could you perhaps like close your eyes and reach out towards warmth instead of looking for light? Uh, do I do this thing and see what happens? I don't know, man. I just I try um, and think outside the box. That's all. It's definitely warm in here. Like that. Like that's that's for sure. I think all of you would be able to feel that, though. Um, uh, I mean, but, but yeah, I mean, that sounds that sounds fine. You can do that. Okay. I yes. Uh, it's yeah. It's a little bit warmer. So we're going forward. Well, because we can't because of the right angle. Well, I mean, we, we, we're going to the right. Continue. And okay. Yes. okay. You continue up. You get to the very end of now the, the folded uh, hallway. You look left and you see a staircase going up and you can see a flat level at the very top. 
And Selena doesn't even look back. She just goes up the stairs. Okay. She starts trotting up. No problem. And she now is no longer in view of Duke and whoever hey, else was hanging back in the greenhouse. I guess we'll slowly start moving, waiting to hear the screams of Selena. No, we're <laughs> going to go with her. We are going mm-hmm. to support the pack. Mm-hmm. No, I do See, most with his of us work guys. together during times of difficulty. There are young together. pups in the back. I got to take care of them. I think we're fine with us the other day. <laughs> They're like, you know, we voted in like the last election. We're, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Shh, just follow my lead. <laughs> Jock is basically the same so age as all of these guys. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all like, you know, 18 to 24-ish in that kind of range, you know? Um, okay. Uh so those of you who go up, you find yourself in what, for all accounts, looks like an even bigger art gallery. Um, you can see hanging on the walls all around this large square room. You can see that there's a couple different ways out. Like you came in, we'll say, through the middle south wall, and there's a middle right wall and a middle left wall. And directly across, there's hallways that go in each one of these directions. Uh, you can see hanging on each of the walls are very similar, all sorts of paintings and such. Um they all, again, bear a striking resemblance to actual, real, well-known paintings, but definitely you can tell are imitations. Um, you can also see that there are interspersed statues and such kind of on various pedestals, some that are just sort of um, uh, kind of partially broken and they look to be uh, intentionally done so. Uh, and you can see hanging from the ceiling this massive brazier that's got to be almost, I mean, you would put it at at least... 40 feet in diameter that's just hanging from a ceiling that now that you look up, you realize isn't actually there. It's just this dark shadow in the sky um, is what you see. Uh, At this point, I'm going to ask everyone to go ahead and make a composure resolve test as this is probably wearing a little bit uh, in terms of the weirdness that's happening. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Oh dear, Jack. I'm gonna spend a willpower to re-roll. get those other things. Yeah, yeah. You think they would keep cigarettes in any of the drawers in the art room? <laughs> <laughs> My rolls are very sad right now. Oh, Lou, that's a, that's a shame. That's better. So I got three successes and a brutal outcome. Okay, three is the difficulty. Did anybody get less than three? Three, exactly. Well, okay. I I got one success. You right, got Lou. six. Oh, no. Duke's all about the crits tonight. <laughs> Lou, two points of superficial willpower damage, as it oh, is just getting a little confusing, getting a little impatient. Like, this freaking mage shit is, like, getting really annoying. And you haven't had a cigarette. And, well, now that you think about it, it actually feels like it's been days. Not out. Do, do you think they'd be growing tobacco leaf outside in the garden? That might no, work. No, I don't. I mean, we were just in the greenhouse and we didn't see Yeah, you had a chance to go look for tobacco leaves. You guys hear clink, 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 echoing from every direction. And you see emerging from each one of these entrances into the room, including the one behind you coming up the stairs, are what looks like a golem we'll say but made of like tin and like uh, 
kitchen pots and all sorts of things and they're just charging literally at you guys as fast as can be just ting, 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 just charging right in your direction uh what do you guys want to do i told you it sounded like pots correct <laughs> it was a pot also i was also partly right i feel yeah, so i'd please. like to request parlay and hospitality okay to ask Eustace is requesting parlay and hospitality. Selena, what are you doing? Just, just see how that goes. Yeah, no, I think it's great. It's awesome. Uh, Selena will like hold an action so that if they seem like they attack, then she will attack. Uh, but we're going to see if this parlay works. Okay. I have no clue. Dude. Like I just uh, recently said, we're not going to be able to talk our ways out of the thing. The first thing I want to do is try and talk my way out of it. As well. I wish you good luck. Duke, what do you want to do? Uh, Duke will bravely put himself in front of the young pups that he's been <laughs> with him. They're like, oh, stand back. I, I got this. And he's gonna, he's okay, not gonna, Titans, he's this gonna is wait. why you're with me. He's gonna wait and see what happens as well. He's okay. not gonna fight, but he's just gonna okay. put himself in front. Sounds great. Lou, what are you doing? Uh, Lou is going to kind of just try to focus and look at their construction and see if they can see where the spirits are, maybe sure. condensed in specific areas on them. Yeah, they you can tell that in each one of them, uh, they're like there's basically four of them coming at you cardinal directions, basically, as you all are relatively in the center of this big room. And you can see that there's two, like two of them that will say the north and the west identical similar to the way the cats like there were two like almost identical moving cats and then you can see the ones to the east and the south same thing they all have uh. the same kind of basic shape uh you can tell that they're just sort of responding to very basic instruction they don't look like very complex or very powerful spirits but they are nonetheless animating what look to be a series of like rusted metal old metal kitchen pots things like that and they kind of golemic quality to them um and then Jeez. yeah go ahead the spirits are possessing all of them, um, and it's a pair thing again. They're like two and two and two, just like the cats before. Uh, and then, uh, Jacques, what are you up to? Jacques will, uh, his instinct is to turn into a Krynos form and, and raise holy hair, but he's going to give Eustace, he respects Eustace enough to give what he's going to try a chance, so he will just put his back against Eustace's back so nothing could come at him from behind and be ready. Okay. Uh, Eustace, uh, you mm -hmm. yell out parlay. They're <laughs> charging at you. Uh, etiquette so is uh -huh. definitely going to be the skill. Uh, and uh -huh. then I would say either charisma, actually charisma, manipulation, or composure, depending on your the way you're Oh, I'll about. gladly take composure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, Can uh, Duke help by just saying, Rose, Rose, Rose? <laughs> I think you were busy trying to protect the young ones. Uh, Titan and I are hanging out, so. Duke can certainly help. I don't know if <laughs> saying Rose several times is going to do that, but we'll say Duke does something that helps, yeah. Um, so go like ahead, use one. this. Yeah, you can take a bonus, yeah. Take a, take a bonus okay. from Yeah, but maybe Duke. the password works on the spirits. Come on, guys. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Six successes. <laughs> they That's immediately a crit. stop. And with a crit, Very yeah. nice. They immediately <laughs> stop. And you can see as they're kind of watching you, uh, they have no eyes. Like, there's definitely no eyes, but you can tell that there is what basically looks like a giant pasta pot like on their heads and stuff as they're looking at you. Um, and he, as you do that, they're like they're waiting 
waiting. Lou, you have um, you you can see you have like penumbral sense. You can see like there's something kind of being tethered to them. Like they're getting kind of like there's communication happening between whatever they are and something else. Um, and a moment later, you watch as the four of them get a little closer, and then they each one lean down. You can see their hands, which are effectively like metallic spatulas, wedged down between the grout lines of these huge slabs of marble, each one taking a sign. They lift it up and they start moving it to the side. And Eustace, you can see that there is a staircase going down into the floor, eventually disappearing into darkness. After you, Eustace. After you. Drop Eustace. I yes. knew it yeah. was the Rose Password again. <laughs> God. You hear you just hear the young pups like, you're so wise. I, see, you just gotta think about it, you know? You have to understand Titan's bullshit. You're, in, in you're almost as wise ones. as Josiah. Uh, uh, you know <laughs> a little, little With some practice and study, perhaps. Yeah, maybe if I was 95, I'd probably be that wise too. <laughs> You should be lucky yeah, to look as good as him at 94. <laughs> 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 the Duke is beautiful. That is not true. It's true. At 95, you were saying. At 95. Okay. Uh, Eustace, what are you up to? What do you want to do I with guess... this? Let's go. You know, just follow the gut, man. Follow my gut's gone right so far. So I guess go down these weird, creepy stairs. So uh, funny. Okay. <laughs> you guys, you, Eustace goes. Do people follow? Yeah, Jacques yes. behind him. He's not gonna let him go alone. Okay, the golems stay up top. Uh, they kind of flank either edges. Everyone starts to descend. Does everyone descend? Duke, are you going? Yeah, Duke just disarmed hmm. them okay. with the rose password. Of course, clearly. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, okay, so you guys descend into at least a couple steps of darkness. Clink, clink, clink. Clink. And then you hear like vague sounds starting to come. Uh, it's not dark for you, Lou. It is bright. Anytime you open up your eyes, it's just getting brighter and brighter to the is point it, where it's like, so this bright is, in here. Ouch. Like you're, you can see tears starting to. Uh, okay, drip I'm down. just going to keep my eyes closed if someone can like help guide me. And so, yeah, someone easily can grab Lou, no problem. Maybe Titan does it. Um, and you, did you have something, Selena? Do you want to do? No, like I'm going down the stairs holding my hand up to like help Lou okay. behind me. Thank you so much. <laughs> Eustace, uh, we'll say you're out in front. Um, mm. Jacques right behind you at, at your back. And the two of you can hear the sounds of, of television. Um, very familiar. Um, and then when your, your foot kind of goes down, suddenly like you can see some light below you. A couple steps later, you can see some more light. It gets brighter and brighter until finally you're at the at the base of a staircase. You can see that there are uh, marble floors out in front of you. Um, you hear the sounds of that television even louder now. Uh, sounds of voices uh, going back and forth. Um, the staircase leads to a very short hall where on the left you can see sprawling out in front of you is a beautiful kitchen um and then when you look straight ahead you can see what well what effectively looks like a massive like sectional couch and you can see that there are like bookshelves from floor to ceiling and they're very high ceiling each one filled with a crown 
Uh, they're all kind of set on almost like you're in a jewelry store. They're all set in these little displays. And there's, as you're slowly moving down this hallway, you can see that there's gold crowns, bone crowns. You can see there's leaf circlets. You can see there's crowns made of wood. You can see that there is a Burger King crown. You can see that there's crowns of all different shapes, sizes, <laughs> materials, jewels, no jewels. What's that? <laughs> does Whataburger have a crown? In this world, no. it does. You can see. <laughs> you can see that there's one that has a uh, as a like there's a small display with a the light over top of it. It looks like a dental crown, uh, and it's just there's literally thousands of crowns in here. Um, as you are slowly moving into what looks to be a much broader room, you can see that on one side now interrupting the wall where all of those shelves of crowns are there is a massive television like it is a huge television and you can see on the television right now is wizard of oz it's literally playing technicolor right in front of you um and you can uh you hear like footsteps and you see a guy like walking past you uh he's got a big old bowl like tucked into his uh into his elbow and kind of against his uh against his, his sort of peck He's got colorful sweatpants on, designer sweatpants. He's got what looks to be a, a a Denver Broncos jersey, like an old throwback John Elway jersey, uh, number seven on it. He looks up at you. He's like, hey, how's you doing? Yeah, come on in. Come on in. And balding, uh, you can see a little kind of black and white uh, along the sides. Uh, tan, very tan. Um, the other thing you notice as he starts moving around one side of the sectional to sit down that there is a huge, again, marble coffee table where there's just snacks and soda cans uh, spread out over the whole thing. Uh, and the last thing that you notice um, is laying on one other side of the, uh, of the sectional is a, a very, very large lioness. And Lou, I can tell you that when you come in here, if you peek, you are blinded by the brightness to the point where I'm going to say you are literally blind for this scene. That makes sense. Um, can you, uh, Mr. Oh, I, I, maybe I can just stare at the television and not look at anything else. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you guys do what you want. You guys hungry? I don't really yeah, have much. I got, I got like cereal, some, uh, some Pringles. Help yourself in the kitchen. It's fine. Uh, sour cream hey. and onion Pringle. I, have, no, yeah, I feel like uh, we, we've kind of come into your home. I, I take it this is your home, I assume. Uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's really princesses, but, you know, I'm I understand. Sorta. I feel like at the very least, you seem to have a very well-stocked kitchen here. And the, the snack food you got there is fine, but. Let's, you know, to try and show some amount of uh, appreciation for your hospitality, inviting us into your place here. Why don't I cook you up something, like, decent? Wait, wait you don't like Captain Crunch? I like, we love, I love Captain, Captain Crunch. Crunch. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying he is, eats. when's the last time you had an actual, like, prepared meal? He doesn't mean offense. He is a fabulous cook. Uh, hey, man, knock yourself out. Go for it. I will. You guys just see that the lioness is just sort of like stretching around like she's a house cat. She's kind of sprawled out 
her head is kind of hanging off the side. It's on the ground and she's like watching this giant Wizard of Oz screen mm. and she's literally watching it. Like you can see she's obsessed mm. with what's on the screen right now. Would you say uh, this is her house? Is uh, is the lady of the house more prone to chicken or beef? Oh, uh, yeah. Princess doesn't eat. Okay. Jacques would pad over towards Princess in lupus form. And then is she is she on one of the sides of the sectional? Of the she, couch? This sectional is enormous. Like it's it's like the size of a of like a middle class person's home. Now it's huge. It's enormous. And he's on one side is, you know, trash. She's on the other. And she's I would say she's bigger than a normal lioness. Like you can tell, like she's a little bit bigger. Um, 400 pounds or it, she is like half of her body is on the seat and then like her sh her shoulders and her head are kind of flopping off and she's kind of looking up from there uh but yeah he she's just, over there he'd go over and and belly down and just kind of scoot up so that he's next to her and would watch the wizard of oz with her because he's never seen it because you know he's a wolf okay. uh you can you can see like the guy is about oh, yeah. No, no, mind. You're good. He was about because he was like, like he was about to say something, and then he just and he sort of pulls back. No, no, mind. And like the like, she doesn't even react to you lying down next to her. Like, it doesn't positively or negatively. She just seems engrossed, and he just kind That's of just idly see how violent she was. <laughs> yeah, she loves this one. I, I think we've seen it like seventy times, but uh, it's a favorite. Anyhow, uh, so hey. How's it going, you guys? Uh, you, guys you guys look a little tired. It's good. I can't really see right now, so I'm just, I like, here's a lollipop song. I'm going to come and, and find the couch to sit down next to you, I guess. Yeah, sure. Come on, come on. And he, he kind of like swipes away what looks like old Pringles cans and Well, I can't see that, so that's okay. I don't know what, what I'm everybody else in. sees. It's like, he's like, oh, yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. And he kind of reaches out, grabs you. You feel a greasy hand on your wrist as he helps kind of not gently as he attempts to lead you around to sit you on the on the couch next to him. Okay, I think and this is go. safer now. Okay. Alina wants to just go around the edges of the room and just check this space out. Yeah. Uh, you see, other than the staircase going back up in the kitchen and what looks to be like a bathroom, um, you you don't see any other ways out or in like of this area and literally the the shelves with all of the different crowns are you know 15 feet in height in terms of how many like there are literally probably a thousand crowns in here uh, what's your name friend oh uh yeah that's right there's a whole thing i'm supposed to do um ah, i forget uh, William, uh, the Balvis. You can just call me Bill. Bill's fine. Uh, Duke will introduce everybody. Hey, nice to meet y'all. It's the furthest any of y'all have gotten. This is, uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Anyhow, uh, so, uh, you here for the crown or something? Is that it? Yeah, there's a fella that was one that, uh, uh, you know, hey, let's just be transparent about it. Yeah, 
sure, sure, sure. Um, it's over there somewhere. And he's like watching and he just sort of waves to somewhere on the, um, on the shelf. Yeah, it's up there, but, uh, you got to choose. It's one of those types of things, you know, you choose or some such, uh, but I honestly don't really worry about it too much because, uh, even if you guess right, princess isn't going to let you leave with it. So that's kind of how it is. Um, I mean, you seem like smart, decent people, which is, I mean, it's actually kind of nice. I was expecting, you know, violence and stuff. I still got my skin, so that's a good sign. But, uh, yeah, crown that can let you, uh, mm. let the wearer control people's minds, force them to do things that they want to do. Uh, yeah, that's not really something a good person wants, you know? So that guy, uh, Dawnclaw, yeah. Yeah, that's like supervillain shit. So, uh, um, Jock, yeah. Jock kind of whines and, and, and asks everybody else, ask him if he can, or if Princess can free us from the taint in our bodies. Man, just full of good ideas today, man. <laughs> Arr. Arr. He's a pirate. Um, He's a pirate. He's a pirate wolf. He's our a our good lady princess, uh, seen as we're typically, I feel we're in accord that we don't really go for supervillain shit, right? Uh, yeah, but we cool. also, uh, you know, we had to do the whole thing. There's like this weird dark worm spirit thing that we had to kind of like ingest to help like cleanse a certain area. And it's just, it's a whole big to do. And we'd rather not be infected with darkness. And mm -hmm. we tried to go to a fellow who could try and teach us a right to get rid of the darkness. And he wants the crown in exchange for that. And it's just, man, it's a whole thing. But like, what if there was a way that like princess seems to really be on top of things, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a bunch of crowns here that, like, for you know, if we if we took back a crown that wasn't the right crown, for all that fellow would know, he just didn't have the stuff it takes to work it. And then maybe you know we might beseech to find a way to do a good deed for Princess here and get the uh, darkness as much. I'm talking too much. By the yeah, way, yeah. Uh, no, here's some right. here's some potato chip uh, omelets here. <laughs> Okay. So we've got some brie and some chives and then just a little bit of potato chips on top of it to get that saltiness and crunchiness, you know, a little classy, a little dirty. And that balance, I think you're going to like. You didn't like poisonous or anything, did you? Oh, God, no. I'm... And they're like, with his hands, like doesn't even bother with that. Hey, this is good. You should like open a restaurant or something. This is good. Mm. I got one. You should come visit. You sure you're a werewolf? You guys are like the calmest werewolves I've ever seen. I am against I uh, violence, but uh, yes. You know, you could just turn it off, you know. You should just turn off. You got the thing on, you know. I don't know what you folk call it, but like, you got your spirit detector on. You just turn it off. Okay, okay. Uh, all right, yes, I will turn penumbra senses off. Okay. Yeah, and the, the one who normally is most likely go tearing things up seems to actually be pretty happy with Princess over there. Oh, that's nice. She's uh, he's not interrupted, so that's good. <laughs> she does okay. not. So, yeah, oh, not she loves this pot. <laughs> yeah, she loves this pot. <laughs> and you can see that she just like kind of turns her head, and then she genuinely seems to have a reaction uh, to it. Like she's excited, and like Jacques, you can kind of feel a warmth suddenly pulse off her at that point. It's very, like, almost like to the point where it's like hot. You just, whoosh. um, 
He's like, yeah. Jock yips back, and he's like, basically says, we don't care about the crown. If, if there's anything we can do to get healed here, we just leave without the crown, and we tell that old bastard We also work. We also want to teach the uh, young ones is that they are part of a cult, and he is evil, and not Who to are... believe everyone in the first place. Are they not here? Can... Yeah, I know. That's why we're... This is why we're bringing yeah. it in, bringing it up. Okay. Cool, because Jacques, I, I've always interpreted Jacques in lupus form. He's not actually talking. He is just sort of like intimating to you intimating. all, his pack mates, yeah. his emotions, like his intentions, that sort yeah, of thing. They know me well enough yeah. to get what I'm And saying. so the kids don't necessarily know all of that, like, you know, that son of a bitch, that kind of stuff. So like, um, so basically, like, it's kind of up to you guys in terms of where they're at, what they can hear. But they are in awe. I just said that out loud. They're genuinely like looking at the crowns like they're sort of searching at this point um and like maybe runes like wait what was that yeah titan stop it, it, titan collect your what? friends collect uh, your friends we're doing talking just, yeah no, just look at the crowns it's fine don't really. look at the crowns what? you're going to die what? if you find anything what and like you can see Dave like a Chip dog omelet. who's trying Dave to Chip like omelet. decide Dave Chip omelet. <laughs> I do remember. I said that you have to think about things and not just believe what people say. Man, I'm so sorry you got paired up with her. Yeah, uh, she had something going on with her kid, and like I, yeah, she's okay. not a good parent. I am still right. I am a very good parent. Thank you. So, like, if you uh, think like she is like your mom wolf, I, I am think, not the mom wolf. I do not want more children. Thank you. But Duke uh, is also talking about. <laughs> so what? So I will say that in your in response to you, Eustace, um, in the sort of what Jacques had kind of inferred, like he's like, uh, yeah, I mean, I imagine princes can do it, but she's not going to. Um, that's not. It's kind of beneath her. But uh, but yeah, I could do it. No problem. I mean, you guys are going to, like, leave. Everything's going to be happy. You're not going to tell anyone about this place. You know, all that sort of thing. Like, I mean, I'll tell you what. You ever want to... I mean, you've got a hell of a place here. But if you ever want to get out for an out-of-town, got damn fine brewing, you know, get yourself a beer, get out of the house, drinks, mealer on me anytime you want to come visit, yeah. you know? Hey, that's really a great offer. Uh, I am... This is... It's a not you're right. It's a very nice place, but uh, there are people out there uh, who would kind of know if I left it, and that would be a problem for me. So I just kind of. So what you're saying is fine. you need the occasional DoorDash. Sure. Yeah, but like, I mean, <sighs> Princess provides. I can provide. But I've got resources. All right. So, saying. so you're not like a prisoner here or anything. No, <laughs> are you kidding? Yeah. No, no, this place is great. Are you kidding? Oh, no, no, no. I love this place. I mean, it could be great, but you still wouldn't be allowed to leave and you're still a prisoner. Oh, no, I can leave anytime I want. I wouldn't, uh, but I could. Um, but I don't really want to. I, I've been so out in the world. Your it's a job it's a here just to protect Princess and pr uh, not just, but like, is your job to protect Princess and protect the crown? Yeah, I, uh, sure, I protect Princess. Yeah, 
that's what are those little Doc things looks called? over Cox's head. He's like, I don't think that's how that relationship <laughs> works. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, what are those little things called that are like on like the underbelly of like a, one of them big shocks? What are those things called? That's what I am. Princess. To princess. So to a speak. parasite. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a parasite? No, I'm not a parasite. Come no, it's on. Little, it's symbiotic. It's we help each feet. other out. It's like a remora or something, right? Yeah. Mm, I don't think that's right. Yeah, probably not. How do you so, help Princess maybe. out? Uh, I just, you know, I show her the movies. She gets, she really likes the movies. Um, I help to get rid, you know, help to clean the place up. There was some nasty stuff here when we first got here. And, uh, you know, I just keep an eye on this side. Uh, she's got the, she's got a lot to keep an eye on. And so... I handle like this side of the range and I can kind of keep a lie on things and she's got the rest of it. Jock quietly growls at everybody to basically say, let's get to the cleansing (laughs) before he changes his mind. Uh, So, yeah. You can help us? Yeah, yeah, no problem. I can do it again, though. I need uh, I need your word, your you know your bonds. I, you werewolves. Uh, like I don't mean any offense uh, at this. You're way better company than like vamps and ghosts and such. But you guys got some anger issues. Uh, but I know like you're very honorable and such, right? Like that's your thing, honor and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So if you if you like give me your word, you make a pledge, whatever it is, I know you're gonna. Do you need me to like cut my it. hand and we'll shake on it? Is that no, I don't, is that what you're uh, looking for? God, that's gross. What's wrong with you? And he just kind of wipes grease off on his Elway jersey. That's so gross. We talk about come on. Blood doesn't get why, why do you werewolves always gotta get blood involved on things? Ugh. I mean, some people feel like that makes for a better promise. I don't know. It's Pinky very- swear. Yeah, exactly. It's a very good uh, bonding thing. Uh, so, okay, yeah, I could do that. That's no problem. Uh, it looks to not... Hang on, one sec. He just raised his really big eyes. Uh, and he kind of rubs his eyes accidentally. And he, oh, God, the grease. Ugh. And then he opens yeah, that the was, that, The potato chips have a lot of salt on them, you know, and you rub that in your eyes, it's just going to be... Uh... And when he opens his eyes, you can see that they're like black. They're just utterly black. Oh God! Yeah, it just looks like it's the four use. Uh, don't the other six? They're fine. And he shakes his head, and like the black goes away. Whoa, that's better. So, uh, okay, so um, I'm not like a gin or nothing, so we don't got to do some sort of really like litigious contract. But I do want your word that you're not gonna, you're not gonna, eat, you try to eat me, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to, but like, you're not going to try. You're not going to come back here. You're not going to tell anyone about this place. You're not going to try to get this, the, the crown or whatever it is, that kind of thing. That sort of stuff. Uh, no, again, I mean, no offense. I think the way I look at it, what we agreed to was that like, in order to receive the blessing of the rat that would cleanse us, we need to bring the crown. So we're going to go back without the crown, which means we haven't fulfilled that end, which means we don't receive his cleansing, but Boo-hoo. Or okay. like we could just take one of the other crowns. I'm assuming like not all. You know, I feel like I'd rather not be false. You don't. You don't want to take the wrong one. You don't want to take yeah. the one. And yeah. oh. not, not only because there probably is something that would happen to you if you pick the wrong one, but also that just kind of. I think it's better that we just go back and we say, "Hey, we got there. We know how to do it." But the thing is, 
it's, it's better to say, you know, we're not requesting your end of the bargain anymore. So the, 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 the our, our deal is our core. Yeah. No, it's okay. I can give you something. I just can't give you one of these things. Uh, so, um, hang on. Where is it? Uh, and he just, he goes to stand up. Uh, as he does, he kind of bangs his shin on the, um, on the actual coffee table. And then he just falls and you just see like the marble coffee table cracks in half as he falls down. Oh, God damn it. And then he reaches down and where the crack is, like there's all sorts of shattered bits of, of marble and stone. And he pulls one out. Ah, there we go. All right. So here's the thing. I can give you this. And so he's just holding up a shard. Uh, I can give you this. Um, you can keep it if you want to keep it. I don't really care what you do with it. Just obviously, uh, but I want just make sure like this is not the place. You know, whatever it is, you got to say to him. He just says, "Ain't the place you're looking for." What, I, I, what, what's the, what's that movie where they say the thing? It's a Jedi movie. No, no, that's not it. No, that's not it. That's ah. the droid you were looking for. No, 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 no. That's not it. Ah, never mind. Okay. Anyhow, you can take this with you. You can give it to him, be like, hey, this is the only good thing we found. You can keep it for yourselves, whatever it is. I don't care, but uh, but you can have this. Give it to him. It'll probably assuage the old coot. He's nuts. He'll probably die soon anyway. It's fine. Once he does, it'll be a better world. But here you go. And he hands it over. And I'll say you start talking to Eustace a lot, so we'll probably give it to Eustace. That's I, my kind of you. Clayton, you and your friends are okay with this. We cannot, your mentor, it did good for you, but it is a cult and it's not a good person. Yeah. They look at you uh, and they are absolutely mortified and in horror uh, at anything you're saying. And with a great amount of indignation, they're like, how could you possibly betray Father Josiah like this? I did not betray him. You've I didn't made an arrangement. And no, then, I had my mouth covered the entire time. I made no arrangement. It was implied. I was in the room, as like you can see that Rune Skybinder is extremely upset right now. And then so, next to you, Selena, uh, you can see that your your pothead friend is like, "Are you just gonna let them betray father like this, Selena?" You, if I may, for just a second, here's the thing. We did make an accord that in order for him to cleanse us, we need to bring him that crown. I get that. And it's nice that we can get the offer to cleanse ourselves without bringing that crown to him. But the main problem is, the true problem is, you are his pack. And part of our responsibility is to keep you safe. Now, we already know there's a consequence for picking the wrong crown. And they're not going to help us pick the right crown. So that's, that's step number one, that we could bring you to harm. We're trying to grab a crown. And on top of that, even if we did look out and pick the right crown amongst this huge menagerie of them, that powerful old kitty cat there ain't going to let nobody leave with it, even if we did pick the right one. Now, do you really think, loving that old man the way that you do, do you really think he wants us to let you get murdered? Or is not the better part of valor to walk away and let you keep the experience, the wisdom that you gathered in your trek here, the growth that you've obtained. You've all Rune. grown on the way here. Rune Jacques. is like staring at you like bewildered. Go ahead, Jacques. Jacques, for the first time in, in a long time, shifts into a naked human form. 
looks at this, looks at the wizard, says, wipe their memories of everything since we left the Umbra. We never got here. Yeah, I know. I got to do that again. God, I'm so sick and tired of doing this. Like, I think I tell Dakota not to not to make it so easy to get here. And then ah, it's driving me nuts. Yeah, maybe you're right. I'm gonna have we to do should that, set up. I? Maybe if we can take some with us and do a, a Karen exchange program for them, Just they can be better. Memories. Okay. I have okay. to agree. I normally I think people should be able to learn from things, but they are pretty uh, dug in, and I would rather not uh, have to take other actions. They'll watch us die here, or dis- or or they'll forget it. One of the two. Ember shifts into Glabro, and with a claw, she tries to rake at Selena. But right as it gets right next to you, Selena, everything freezes. And Jacques, you're closest to Princess, and you can see that you can hear like this low growl coming from Princess at this point. The whole entire room starts to shake. And Bill says, yeah, you don't want to do that, kid. Please I don't want to have to put all these things back on the shelf as everything's kind of quaking and shaking at that point. Some of the other kids are starting to get like, you can tell like they're very nervous. A few of them are looking towards Duke, the ones that were bonding with him. Titan is sort of eyeing up Lou a bit. Um, Lyric is the one who is making me next to Eustace. It's just like, but he helped us. He took us out of, we were he turned you into slaves a little bit. Slaves? What are you talking about? We, but at well, the same time, homes? to help them Just out, let's not to, recognize that sometimes it's a hard thing to be alone when you go through that change. Any port to storm sort of thing, right? And he, they've had somebody who's there for them that provides some structure. So let's not disparage their choice for finding a community. And, right, and we're, we're also... just and Lou, 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 we're we're just gonna do the and she's gonna like pig Latin like like You're mind right wipes like you. there's yeah. no point in trying to the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing, let me it's not gonna stick tighten, it's not tighten. gonna stick because it's gonna be wiped away Titan you you if you remember would you never say anything I have been trying to counter brainwash you this entire time would you be okay guarding your pack, knowing full information while they forget. He can't he be thinks. trusted. He really thinks. Duke, what were you going to say? Or would you like to mind wipe as well? He's thinking. He's thinking about it. I, was wondering um, I would say. go to the ones that are near me. I would say, look, you have a choice now. Sometimes when we get a pack, it's not the right pack for you. And maybe you guys could join ours and become members of our sept if that's something that you feel is more aligned to your beliefs. Because you were taught only one way doesn't mean it was the right way or the wrong way, but it was a way. But we can teach you a different way. And if that's something you want, we don't have to go through all this trouble. And he kind of looks at all of the young ones and, you know, the scenario they're all in. Um, Duke, you're going to roll a very important test. You can take an assist die from Eustace and Lou because the two of them have also been kind of kind of kind of taking this angle i think selena and Jacques are, are arguing different things uh so let's make this a this is going to be a manipulation test um okay. i think leadership is probably a good skill uh persuasion would also be good one of those two is the probably same, yeah. 
We have some audience for any individual dice rerolls as well. That's probably smart. I'll have to do... I have to do... Wait, why is it not letting me... Oh, I click this. Okay, yeah, leadership and then click. There we go. Cool. Yeah, and then I get a plus two from being beautiful and my... uh, My favor for Silver Fangs gives me a plus one. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, wow, six successes is phenomenal. Wow. <laughs> um, okay, all right. You see, Titan uh, takes a couple steps over towards where uh, Ember had turned into kind of Glabro and was now is now frozen in place, and you can see like oh, she is straining, like like she's fighting against something, and he just kind of he puts a hand on her shoulder and he's just like, Ember, uh, you know, they're, they're making some kind of sense. You know that, right? Like, I mean, things are better just because they were better than where we were. Doesn't mean that they're as good as they can or should be. And I mean, you get, you know, Josiah is not there. You've, you've heard his fits at night. You you know what happens. You remember what happened to Henry. And like, you can see everyone just kind of their eyes kind of go down when they mention that here and there. And like you see over in the corner, like Rune kind of speaks up and she's like, yeah. And, and Crystal, remember Crystal? And they all kind of like look at each other like yeah yeah and then like orion like looks up towards like eustace and duke and lou who are kind of trying to give him some we can we can come with you you can come with us or if you think that you can save some more uh, help your own pack as well and then come to us Either I would be happy to to do what I can to support you. However, uh, I think, uh, and they all kind of look at each other, with the exception of Ember, who is like frozen. But they all kind of look at each other, and they're all kind of like nodding here and there. And then like you can see Ember kind of blinks her eyes a bit, and then Titan looks towards her like, "All right, okay." Uh, he's gonna be mad though, like. <laughs> It's okay. Mad. I'm used to people being mad at me. We'll handle and, that. And mother, <laughs> she probably already knows we did this. Oh shit! She probably already knows we did this, and they get kind of panicked at that point. And they're like, "Oh shit, 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 shit!" Uh, and they get very, very nervous. But the same thing. Okay, and yet, she's still advised to do it. And Rune's like, "Yeah." wonder if the multiple options may have confused as well because we saw ourselves in many different ways. Or maybe Mother just picks the most convenient option for her. Yeah, true. We don't know Rune, her. Rune speaks up and she's like, you know, she's a, she, she's not infallible. She's She's gotten some wrong before. Like, sometimes. And I don't know. And they look kind of like she looks really sad, but she's just like Titans kind of standing up and like he's sort of kind of taking a lead at this point. And they all are kind of starting to bow. 
to what he has to say. And they're, they all kind of begrudgingly uh, kind of accept it. And you watch as extremely slowly uh, the Glabro form fades from Ember Moon Shadow. And at that point, like the shaking in the room stops. And she now back in Hamid form. She kind of gets free again, and her hand comes comes forward, the momentum, but it misses you, Selena, and she's, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She kind of holds her hands up and steps away, and you just hear, like, the crinkling of a potato chip bag, and you look over, and there's Bill. Man, that was, uh, that was even more exciting than some of the dramas that we've seen. That was, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. Man, there's ten werewolves in this room and y'all didn't like rip anyone apart you didn't rip each other whoo this was not in my bingo card for today had no idea <laughs> bill tell tell them tell the young ones what will happen if they break the vow that we're going to make to you so they understand the gravity of what they are swearing to well you like your minds uh, your minds will melt and will come out of your ears. Uh, but the good news is that you won't feel it because uh, your brain would have already melted. It sounded better when I was thinking it in my head, but then I started to say it. It didn't kind of carry. To ca mm, yeah. yeah. Um, Scary image, though. Still. Still. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. One other You're question, bound, though. Bill. Yeah, what's that? Wait, oh, God. We'll all like, happily <laughs> take that vow. <laughs> no I, close. Uh, what's wrong? I don't understand why you're no, looking it's not, away. It's not. I'm listening. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm listening. It's, it's natural. It's perfectly normal. You know, you, you mentioned that you knew of Dakota and that she was sending people here. No doubt she will take action against our seps. Or yeah. will she? You know of her. Or what can we do to Kids, man. Her? It's just, she's going through a phase is really what it is. Um, like, she just, I don't know. Like, she's got this, she's in rebellious phase, like this and that or whatever. Like, I, I she's not really, he's just a means to an end with her is all it is. She's just mad at me. Was, you know, I, I tell her, quit it, just to cut it out already. Stop sending folks. I mean, close enough. Like, close enough. I raised her, like, you know, a kid. I mean, I, I was, I fed her and I made sure she had a roof over her head, I guess you could say. But, um, anyhow, like, this is all just her, like, kind of, she's acting out. Don't, like, she's, um, I don't, I, she's using him more than he's using her, if that makes sense. Mm hmm. He is really old. It makes sense. Yeah, he is. He's is. Yeah. He's is. Yeah, he is. I think he almost died when we tried to have the conversation about this whole crown thing. I don't know. I kind of blanked out through half of it. It was so boring. It just. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, senility, right? Mm hmm. Catches up to you. Is there any word yeah, you'd like for us to take back to her? Like, I understand maybe things are rocking a certain well, way. What but if. Like yeah, what if you say something to her? I mean, we don't even need to go back if the five of you want to join our pack. And if we can get cleansed, we can just go back to our sept and call it a day. I mean, you could say, make up whatever story you want about what happened, Bill, and we go on our own way. I mean, 
yeah, eventually it might run into them. But I mean, that guy's so old. Is he really gonna what send this them after us? I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, it's probably a good thing. I, I guess. Yeah, maybe don't go back. I don't know. You guys handle it the way you want. But anyway, rules. No talking about this place. No coming back to this place. Uh, uh, yeah, that's about it. Right? I can wipe your memories if you want me to, but that that's I've fine. done that in the past and it's caused some problems and I've had conversations with people like a dozen times. It's really frustrating. I will swear the oath. I will, but I will say be ashamed not to come back here again. Your kitchen is amazing. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. All right. Uh, so, okay, you four, come, uh, come over here. Come, come, come with me. Come with me. Come with me. And he's like, kind of, uh, he kind of leads you over, and uh, he takes you into the bathroom, and he kind of like fills up this big old tub, this beautiful tub, uh, with 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 water, and you can see it's just steaming and steaming, steaming like this place is great. You have no idea, like the water pressure is just phenomenal. He's just kind of like waiting for the water to come up, and he's like, "All right, um, don't freak out. Just I." Just trust me. You trust me? Um, oh, God. What's it? Eustace? You trust me? I mean, and it's hard not to at this the, point. He dunks your head like immediately <laughs> into, the, into the tub. And he just holds it there for longer than you all would would think is is good. Like, it's it's actually, I mean, maybe you, you get a little nervous at a certain point. But then you do notice that the water, as it's sloshing around, you see this kind of sudden black expulsion start to color the water a bit um and then after a while like you see eustace's legs kicking and stuff and he pulls you back up eustace you literally were on the verge of drowning coughing up left and right and when you look down in the tub you can see the tub is just this black sludge it's like liquidy with the water itself and he just you know, goes over, hits the hits the the drain, the drain drains it out, and he kind of goes to that same process one after the other, filling the tub up, drowning you, one after the other. <laughs> well, all right, uh, I guess it's time for y'all to get going. Um, it's been a pleasure. Um, yeah, and sincerely, I know y'all. You don't want us coming back here. I get it, heart and soul. I know you don't, you got reasons not to leave here, mm -hmm. but if for some reason you ever did, welcome. Doors open. All right, then. Sure, sure. And if you're ever in the Rockies, literally anywhere, um, say hi to Princess. All right. Okay. All right, y'all. Uh, you can go out the way you came. Is there a, maybe a quick teleporter instead of having us run all the way back? What the hell do you think this is? Like a freaking video game? Yes. Uh, no, <laughs> I mean I could give you're, you. A you head got magic. Start. It's like it's like that's not you how magic all over the place works. With big like purple singles. You guys like wander through the umbra and you have like no clue how any of it works. Like I just yeah. no, that's not how it works. It is I a can... surprising amount of just following our guts. Mm -hmm. Like <laughs> I'll point you in direction, and you can take bigger steps. Is best I could do. I'll take Appreciate it. it. And so, Seems all a ten of you, but I'll take it. 
Yeah. <laughs> 10 of you start dredging back up that dark staircase, eventually emerging into the Umbra and begin sort of your trek back. And we'll go ahead and end on that as you guys are, are returning. Uh, and yeah, we'll pick up there next time. There we go. Oh my gosh, we did it. Wow, that went way we different than I expected. Good rolls, man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I was like, we're good, we're good, we're good. Oh, crap, we're trying to convince the cult uh, convince the teens. Had to, <laughs> had to try. You know, finagle oh, a little goodness. bit. Oh, uh, yeah. I think Duke and Lou's reasons are probably very different, but yes. Jock's whole fear good. was that these kids were going to swear to it, and then a couple of them were going to take off and go back mm. and then explode. <laughs> you know? like, he was trying yeah, to I mean, save Garou yeah. by shit mm -hmm. by having their minds sure. yeah. so they would still be viable soldiers I for hope. the Green Mother. <laughs> They're each their own individual people, so depending how things play out, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. We'll see whether or not Don Claw gets his wind of the fact. That's like, if you guys don't go back, there's possibility he just thinks you guys are has died. Mm -hmm. It's like others have died. So it's like it's not the most uncommon thing in the world. But 10 Garu led by like that's a little odd. But if he, you know, if, who knows? If he gets wind of it, who knows how he's gonna react. So we'll see. Uh all right. So that is uh that is the end of this one. Um why don't we do some close and plugs? We'll get on out of here. Jeremy, you're gonna lead us off, man. Tell us about yeah, this and reads on Patreon, comics, maps, tokens, fun stuff. Check it out. Perfect, perfect. As always, check the links in the notes and description and all that kind of stuff. You can go ahead and find it down there. Uh, Aaron, what's going on with Garbuck? Next week is uh, it's a little up in the air. I believe that uh, Millie is going to be running Coriolis at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know that I will be in the narrator's seat for Marvel, Marvel Multiverse, Cataclysm of Kang on Wednesday at 4 p.m. And... 50-50 on whether or not Pete is going to be continuing uh, the Red Hand of Doom using his own uh, RPG heroic deeds or not. I did not get a chance to touch base with him today on that. I think it's possible, but uh, just go ahead, check out the Garblag Discord. You'll be able to find out there for sure. Fantastic. Uh, as for us, we are off uh, literally until next werewolf game. So no game tomorrow night, no game Saturday. No game Monday, no game Tuesday. Holidays have come, uh, so we've got other things that are kind of getting in the way of our stream schedule. Uh, our next game on the schedule is going to be Werewolf. Uh, so next Thursday, come back, hang out with us. Uh, in the meantime, YouTube page, all sorts of stuff up there. Uh, if you want to get your hands on a uh, demi-playing code for Marvel, check out episode 10 over on the YouTube page. Drop a comment there, uh, and you uh, get entered into a giveaway to earn one of those uh, one of those codes. Um, other than that, everyone have a great Christmas for those who celebrate Christmas. Enjoy yourselves. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. Uh, we're going to go ahead and raid Lost Caravan RPG. Uh, and thank you, by the way, belated thank you to the Vakter for the raid earlier tonight. Really do appreciate it. But follow the raid to Lost Caravan. Catch you all later. Bye-bye. Good night.